cliffcentral.com Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT Show. Those letters are actually my full name. A lot of people don't know that. So I keep reminding people um, because it's important for my ego. Welcome to this Tuesday. It is the second day in a week. You may have had relationship problems. You may have had work problems. You may have had problems with work colleagues. You know, these are the real things that happen. You may have last night going to the bathroom, 3 a.m., stub your toe on the couch. We all know that one. That happens. That's real life. Uh, I hope these two hours... Uh, can make you feel a little better. Two gentlemen who are looking incredibly handsome, incredibly focused today. Uh, Paulo Diaz uh, is in the house, the most Portuguese human being of all time. Now, Paulo, an incredible thing happened to me uh, as I saw you today. Folks, Paulo promised his wife, somebody he loves, that he, he'd slow down on the sneakers. Now, you've probably got the greatest swear game of anybody I know in that sense. Is Paulo, you've got some of the most unbelievable sneakers. Not sure we can get a shot of those. There they are. Look at those things. Absolutely beautiful. Paulo, your swag game's unbelievable. What is this doing to your family relations? I mean, every time I see you brand new sneakers. It's not every time. Yeah. But like I said to you earlier, some people play golf. This is my golf. This is what I do. Got you. So I don't you play golf. Uh, I'm not red. I'm not intelligent. I'm not a great conversationist. That's true. There's nothing remotely interesting about me. I couldn't agree more. But your kick game's on fleek. That's what I need to do. I need to distract from my wallpaper personality. Yes. Okay. Big time strategy. The man next to him, obviously part of a tribe who tried to burn the whole of South Africa down a couple of months ago. A Zulu warrior. A little soft, obviously went to school in Ilova. But handsome, good human being. Senzo Sotebe, what's happening, pal? I'm here now. Straight up. <laughs> no, I'm joking. What's up, <laughs> Don't talk like that because my wife says you're very cute. And oh, you yes. can't be, yeah, you can't ask my mom fans. Yeah, she says you can't be once you crack the, the housewife brigade, you know, you're in. Oh, yeah, so you can't be, don't don't go gangster. So you're oh, cute, so you got the Theo Huxtable thing going. Would you like on. me to articulate myself? In well, a he says you went manner. to school in a Lovo, so I mean, that's, uh, that's good. I need street cred because this guy's making me look up on the streets. <laughs> that's not good. That's not good. Now, Senzo's ego, obviously. Now, your, your wife, Paolo, you're an awesome human. You obviously attracted her. She's an awesome lady. Now, he's gonna think an awesome lady thinks. I'm cute. That is terrible. Of, but that's what the show is. This dynamic needs a bit of everything. Yeah, well said. I, okay. I, immediately, I've moved off my position there. Great arguments there, Paolo. And I see how you can And you're ready to go. You, you always tear me down to build me up again, eh? You think so? Every time she's... It's very abusive. Then, yeah, eh? then he says, you know, I've got an internal conflict. You know, something's happening to me. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I've never heard you say I'm lying, though. So maybe no, no, a, I, I, I try to save my energy for, you know, other things. Maybe it's because I've got such deep problems that I, I kind of, uh, you, what do they call it? Project mm. onto you guys. And I don't want to deal with my own issues. You see, I can neither confirm nor deny that. Oh, great answer. Big time journalism there. Paolo, great to have you. Senzo, great to have you. And if people don't say I'm a great guy, two Man United fans, I love both of them. And what does that say about me? Probably the best person I know. I don't really want to get into it. Big show coming up today. Um, since we've got both the guys in and we, we actually wanted to do it before, we got to speak about the most important event, of course, on planet Earth every year is the transfer window. Who are the winners? Who are the losers? I want to talk about that a little bit. Yesterday, I didn't talk about the All Blacks. And you, you know what? I think the All Blacks are trapped. I'll tell you why I think they are. And then we'll, we'll touch on something which is the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened. Uh, Brazil and Argentina. I mean, new details coming out there, of course. La Celso and Romero are going to have... 
I said it yesterday, and it came out this morning on Sky Sports, but we'll talk about the conflict between club uh, and those two great footballing nations. Uh, remember, if you're on uh, YouTube, please make sure to subscribe. If you're new to the channel, uh, hit the subscribe button, leave your comments below. Otherwise, if you are looking for the podcast, because you're busy, you're moving, you're grooving, you know, you got a girlfriend, you got a job, you got a boyfriend, you got this, you got that, you got to go to the gym, you got a mother in law you hate, you got to, these are the things in life you can't do everything all in one day. You can listen to the podcast at any time. Cliffcentral.com, the Cliff Central app. Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. After this, we will get into, wow, plenty on the Rolodex today, the MKT Show. Cliffcentral.com. Good call. That's how broadcasting happens now. That, that we, we don't do welcome back. I mean, where'd you go? To buy carrots at the shop? No. No, you made a decision. You already knew. You know what I'm saying? Paolo, Paolo, you've worked with the genuine greats who have obviously paved the way for buffoons like me to eventually be uh, have a microphone in front of them. None of them have ever brought a show back like this, have they? No, and, you know, I think the show is a case in point to anyone said that journalistic and broadcasting sounds have slipped. <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday. You're, you're right. Well, <laughs> you're, you're, right. You're, you're done. You, you know done. what? Though? He's done. Your your pause when you do your back. Now I'm a radio guy, and there's a thing called a, like in radio we've got a backup, right? That if there's too long a break on air, it kicks into the backup and mm. goes into them because it says something's wrong in the studio. And sometimes you veer you veer very very close to that dead air limit. Yes, yes. That I like. Instinctively, I go, oh, that's too much dead air. We need a sound. And then I hear the music better. I go, oh, okay. We're just getting very technical here. Yeah. But, you know, once you're trained that way, you're like, oh, that gap was too long. Too much silence. And, you know, we don't like silence on the show. Even Absolutely say not. say something wrong, we'll say something. So, I mean, silence is a killer. It, it, it is a killer. But I'm really living on the edge there. And that's the only way you innovate. You, you no, know, it is. is. True. True and I'm also making you feel. Because that's what matters. It's the theater of the mind. There you are, getting anxious. Oh, anxious yeah. or happy yeah. feeling. You know no, what I mean? It's, it's all together. Some may say it's the same thing. <laughs> it overlaps. Uh, Senzo, your, your thoughts on tension, feeling, the way I bring the show back? It's, it's done. It's done. Now. We, we're on to the next one. On to the next. Paolo, there was, uh, you weren't here last time, and obviously you're a shoe guy. You obviously uh, kind of didn't really get to get in on this one. Was that, obviously as a member of the Betty tribe, I need to explain oh, something oh to you. That I tell every single Betty person, once you go past the warm baths, uh, I don't know if you know what Carvelas are. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I tell them, do not bring Carvelas over from, like, I don't want to see them, especially if you like my cousins. Because they're, they're tycoon they're... trousers. Are, are the same ballpark. Oh, wait. Tycoon trousers. <laughs> don't you know about tycoon trousers? Oh, you see, every time I say something with you guys here, put me in that world. Tycoon trousers immediately. I take the lead follower. I stand corrected. It's the no, Dickies trousers, yeah, right? Those beige Dick, yeah. trousers. Yeah, with the Cavella. You don't know the uniform. T- take me into it. This is amazing. You've never seen the uniform. The floral shirt. Yes. yes. With Dickies or Brentwood uh, and Cavella. Mm. And Cavella. The starter pack. So what? <laughs> it's the starter pack. <laughs> Literally. Why did you call them tycoon trousers? Because they're not cheap, bro. Is that what it's called? Tycoon That's what they're called. Cavella's uh, cheap. The floral shirt's not cheap. Cheap. So, oh wow Tycoon trousers The uniform You don't know the uniform oh, Dickies and Brentwood It's the beige Oh boy you're chinos. done It's chinos bro. Yeah Chinos Do the chinos have patterns on them or My boy no, it's, no, a, it's just play Mate And it's, they like Loosish fitting Yeah it's a Brentwood moment mm. 
Sugamapoisin, step aside from the boss. Hey, wow. <laughs> you, you ain't about that life. Every bro. time you guys are in here, you see, there's no way I've, I would have ever encountered the term tycoon trials. <laughs> but that's the starter pack, don't you know? I do. You said that I'm doing it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you can't tell guys who wear Cavella anything. They'll so, tell you that your swag is broken. I, I was talking to my sister about this, but um, this morning, by the way, her birthday, shout out to uh, uh, my She's, um, <laughs> well, because I, so she's named after my grandmother, so we call her my is that the only way I remembered her birthday, I don't believe in birthdays, or at least I don't believe you should get prizes for being born. I mean, what uh, are your Jehovah's Witnesses? Well, Amoeba's, Amoeba is, is also alive as well. Well, what do we do? Celebrate mushrooms on their shrooming day? No, we don't. Congratulations, you're alive, you've done something that. 7 billion other people have managed to do. It's not a price. I get where you're coming from because I'm also like, well, you didn't really do much. You've just managed to stay alive and you were basically the strongest swimmer. That's yeah. basically yeah. what it all is. You're Michael Phelps. Right? Okay. Yeah. I don't get people who have birthday months, let alone birthday weeks. Like I can get a birthday week celebrating a big birthday. Yes. You've got a couple of things going on. Yes. You get these people like, oh, I love September. It's my birthday month. That's, September doesn't care for you. Yeah. I, that, that bothers me. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. irritated by that. I, I'll, I have to address what you're saying again, is that there is a certain strata of society which needs to start doing better. Now, the biggest problem, and I've said this before on the show, is actually between the ages of about 13 and 18, mm-hmm. right? Is that guys are so stupid at that age. Because the real problem is young girls between that age. The good-looking girls from 13 to 18 start saying things like crystals and they start to, you, you know, so they, so then, you know what d- stupid guys do is, oh, she's so spiritual, dude. We bet it she's all so on her. Hot. She's so we, spiritual as We well. bet the house, eh? Oh, Bruce, you, oh, she's so spiritual. And then you let people get away with that and that's where we, how we get to birthday months and I'm a Taurus. They tend to be people that on their social media will have like weird characters for their names. Yes, right? yes, They yes. somehow, how do people do that? I don't know. But Have you, you seen that? Like in but your, you know social, people, your Twitter name. Oh, like yeah, Cam yeah, Newton. Yeah. Like, like our Cam like, Newton tweet. Yeah. yeah but it's that's why like it doesn't have a job. Calibri or Ariel. It's yes. Some, some, no, it's alien talk. No, but do you know what the thing is now? That's also filtering down to like the actual schooling system. Kids are writing like that in essays now. That's why you need rules. They're not putting respect on it. And, uh, <laughs> a shout out Birdman. Um, here's my thing is we need to stop. It's the good looking girls from 13 to 18 because boys don't know what to do, right? Largely There's, men, it, men around good looking uh, women, their whole lives don't their, know what to do. They lose, they lose their minds. At 13 to 18, once young, these beautiful girls start saying crystals and my chakras, stop it there. And then we'll never have birthday month again. It's, it's the same type of people. They develop from chakra vibes to birthday month people and we so got to stop that in schools. It's actually an academy development system. It so is. It's not about you can't have a ready-made player at 18. You're, you it know, starts early. You got to. Okay, so that's how I get it. Well put, partner. It's a commitment. And then that's, uh, hey, big time broadcasting there because that's how we transition. Uh, the l- Listen, it's the biggest event, right, in world sport. I, I don't care what you say. It's the biggest. It's certainly part of the biggest TV show in the world. The biggest TV show in the world is football. And, I mean, the, the season teaser every year is Maybe the second biggest TV show in the world. It's called The Transfer Window. And you know what? I was t- so just so people know, you shouldn't show people behind the curtain, but whatever, we're so good. I, I don't really fear any competition. Is that I like to ask the guys, Paolo, great ideas, Senzo, James, what's going on? What are your ideas? And um, we were supposed to do winners and losers a long time ago, but the transfer window is over and there are winners and there are losers. And I thought, Paolo, um, I'd let you lead this because you came up with some incredible ideas. So what do you want to talk about there? Paolo, we'll start off with uh, some of the winners that you, you, you thought were, were the guys you won. 
So what I've done here, I, I think it's a, week, it's a nice gap now yes. to talk about it. We're away from the drama. We're away from the feelings, whatever. So some winners and losers. I've got five of each. Mm-hmm. So a winner of the transfer window has to be Atletico Madrid. Yes. Yes. Right? Have to be. Yes. They moved on Saul, a player that they didn't want, to get some nice money for him. Yep. But the best deal I think they put, it seemed like they were either on layaway or they repossessed him. <laughs> I don't I don't quite know the framework that it worked. But <laughs> Oh, you're incredible. Said, That's sensational. I said I said a few weeks ago that for Atletico to win the league, they've got to get another season out of Luis Suarez. But yep. they go and get Griezmann. There he is. I mean... The only... Griezmann's style, like France, a lot of France fans are criticizing because they say he's always tracking back. A bit of the Wayne Rooney thing. Remember Wayne yeah, Rooney yeah, was yeah. never where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Because he used to get in other people's way right? and stuff, yeah. And Griezmann's starting to do a little bit of that. But that's right for Atletico. Perfect. Perfect for Atletico. But you've got to love the mechanics of this deal, right? All right, break it down first, Carlo, before we all comment So, Barcelona, now this is the second season in a row that Barcelona are losing their main striker to Atletico. Mm. Barcelona said, we want Griezmann, we're going to pay him in installments, pay for him in installments. They pay the first installment. The second installment's due. I don't know if they saw the receipt... The David order didn't go. 18 month return. Yeah. I mean, something. Uh, something like, must hey, have happened. Yeah, his ponytail's actually uh, guaranteed. So there's a warranty on the ponytail. Could be. They didn't read the T's and C's. They just bought it and then they're like, oh. They're like, okay, look. We'll they were give like it guys back. in Midrand. Give our 40 million back and then let's go say, we will next year. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what is going on in no. Barcelona? Right? <laughs> we'll get to them, right? Yeah. What is going on there? But anyway, so let's go get. I don't personally like Griezmann. He's a great player. He's a fantastic mm. player for it. Let's go the way they play. Yeah, he's gonna. You know, he's gonna catch fire. No, he's a glue guy. I, I, uh, Joao Felix is the, the big loser in this thing. Yeah, but yeah. I mean Griezmann and Suarez up front for Atletico Madrid. Look, I, I think, and we did say this. I remember saying this a couple of weeks ago on the show. Is I said the this is Atletico's time because when you do things properly in life consistently. You know, some people do the Chelsea Man City approach and some children, you know, Paolo, you're fortunate enough to be a father is you'll see some kids and it can be difficult. I'd imagine as a parent is some kids bloom early. Some they they just do. And you go, what's wrong with our child? But some kids bloom late. Atletico Madrid have done what most good parents do is you don't panic when your kids are going through, you, you know, what they're going through with hormones early is you keep it consistent because at 21, 22, some kids peak. Atletico Madrid are really the Tottenham I would say of um, of Spain with no competition. There's just less competition in Spain. Is that they've done it correctly all the way? Look how they've built the new stadium. It wasn't like Real Madrid where there's 800 million upgrades. Yeah, they've done it properly. They've built around a manager. They've built around a culture. They are ready to explode now, and now the competition's falling apart. This is their time to do it right. Antoine Griezmann has just. I think the next three years are theirs if if they do it right. Atletico are placed to properly nail this thing down. And, you know, they went through this thing of where they were going to try to change their style. Yeah. But this just says, forget it. Yeah. We see the gap. We see the advantage. We're going. Come we in. know what makes us successful. And we're going for it. And don't I think fix it if it's not broken. It's a, I think it's a, it's a fantastic move. The best thing, they don't pay for it. Because the sole money is going to come in yeah. on the 30th. Yeah. And this money is going to go out. It's fantastic. I mean. They do it right. They, 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 they're very clever. They're very savvy. And they've done it right for 10 years now. Mm. 
You know, Simeone is, I don't know if there's a bigger symbol. I think Klopp had this going in the modern day football at, at Dortmund where he, yeah. he really like, I mean, Fergie's the ultimate within British football is Simeone is perfect. He is the rebel Atletico, the second club. He is, he embodies, he is really the personification of what, exactly what Atletico Madrid is. He's the exactly. villain. Plus he wears a suit. <laughs> a as black a, suit. Black suit. All, all black. black. He, he's, he, I, I love him for what he is. They are perfect for him. It, it's really a marriage. I hate Simeone, but that's uh, that's on another vibe. Oh, what happened? Because of David, David Beckham. Beckham. Yeah, so by the way, if you don't know, Senzo, David Beckham. If I'm not saying, listen, you, he may be fluid. I don't know, but he would marry David Beckham. Pretty sure, uh, Senzo, you can speak for yourself. Right? I really wouldn't, but okay. Yeah, well, uh, you say that now. You, you know. Well, no, I met the dude and I was cruelly. Senzo, there's nothing wrong if you would marry him. There's, like it's 2021, Paolo. I think this is a safe space for anybody to feel their, their own way. No, See, I had a huge man crush on someone last week. So there we German go. German man as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you're Portuguese. That's oh. tough. You have a, a history of war between Portugal and Germany. So well, actually, we have a history of lying down and having our bellies rubbed. You're sensational. Ah, that is incredible. All right. So Antoine Griezmann, that, that is a win. That's a win for him. João Felix. Um, my question there, Paolo, becomes: Can he? Do you see him having? Listen, he's really young. We forget this as well. Yeah, yeah. Can he become a Bernardo Silva? And I mean, I don't want to say David Silva because that, that bar is too high. We may never see another David Silva, in my opinion. Is that, can he become that guy who can also play in that deep role? Because the beauty of Bernardo, for me, is that work rate and ability. You play left, right, mm-hmm. uh, in the six, in the eight. You, you know, he can really do it. You think João has that sort of appetite? Or do you think he's just classic 10 and that sort of... I don't know what type of player João Felix is. Because, you know, you've got to remember this kid. He had six months at Benfica. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, before he moved to Atletico, he like just burst onto the scene in that January, finished the season really strong, and then he went to Atletico before. You know, and Benfica often do this with their, their youngsters; they just move them on before they're ready. Renato Sanchez was another one. Mm. Bernard Silva himself was actually another one. They play him in it right back in one game, and they got rid of him. So I can't tell you what play he is. I really can't because mm. I don't know what he's about. He doesn't play enough. He doesn't play enough for Portugal. Portugal's and, a whole other thing. And the Portuguese coach doesn't know what to do with him in the squad. Like, he gets there and he's just like... And, and it could be a problem in his career because, you know, we often talk about modern forwards. Yeah. He's a, he's a throwback. He, he's he's a throwback yeah. to Kaká, Tapath. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. He's a total throwback, a little bit lazy, not really going to put the work in. But get me on the ball, I'll make things happen. I'll do it for you. And I think your really top-end teams aren't playing that way anymore. I, I do think, though, if anybody's going to iron it out of me, he's in the perfect place to cure or at least make a hybrid. Like, we need to transition you, son, to a 10-8 hybrid. You can't just mm-hmm. be a 10. Yeah, if, if, if Simeone can't get it out of you, there, there's no way else that will. Like, like Because Simeone will force him to be an 8. Like, excuse me, here we run. Chief but there's, but there's, who's the other guy who went to China? <laughs> Carrasco. Yeah, he tried to be the glory <laughs> but he, came, he went back and he thought they'd never let him go because you remember he asked for the big money Atletico oh, said yeah. uh, China uh, get the hell out of here we, we don't do 10 and then he went back to Atletico well because come, because you, you don't realize how good you had yeah so yeah. so I, I'm, I'm ex- I, you know I like Jao Felix mm. but Paulo you don't like any Portuguese guy so you're probably hoping he doesn't do well no I, I'd love him to do well I'm just worried about him I just don't think he 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 needs a lot of development he was so, he's so raw and the same mm-hmm. thing with Renato Sanchez. Yeah. I think the best thing for Joao Felix would to be make a move to a French mid-table Italian team. To play. To play, to get coached, to learn, Fiorentina. to play every week. You know, that'd be perfect for him. La Viola. Um, and, huh? and, and, and you'd see it. But I don't know. There's part of me that just goes, this move, that's why I said Joao Felix could be a loser. 
shows Griezmann, you know what, there's a total clash, total clash of styles, mm, total mm. clash of personalities. You're not the type of player I would normally go for. By the way, he has Griezmann and Suarez in your preferred position. You're sitting bench, son. Are they going to win the league? Oh, they have to it be. Looks, looks like it. Four or five points as well. They, they win it quite like easily. You know why they're going to win the league? Because they've started the season with four points they didn't deserve. I mean, I don't know if you saw the last game they played in that last minute. I didn't see it. It was against Villarreal, the most ridiculous oh, yes, own yes. goal. Yes, yeah. Where everybody right down the center of Villarreal's team just lost their mind. There's, yeah, they were meltdowns. Center the back matrix. knocked back to a goalkeeper who was running out to clear the ball, anticipating where oh, it was going to land. It looked fixed. It, it looked, it it looked, looked fixed. So like if a, that uh, happened that, in FIFA. Yeah. You, you, glitch. No. Dear EA, damn you. <laughs> glitch. <laughs> If I it's mean, your game it, and you're at your mate's house, you're switching off everything and taking on taking on your PlayStation. Yeah, like the boys, fake. out. Looked All right, I, listen. I, I think they are set to explode, and I'm talking two, three years. I love, I love what they're doing there. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, so another countryman of yours, um, CR7, Cristiano Ronaldo, a, a winner in the in the end of the transfer market. If you compare, and we'll get to to Harry Kane, how George Mendes manufactured the move for Ronaldo. We spoke. Where's the market for Ronaldo? Right. Mm. PSG is too many egos. Uh, Man City. Man City, while we're trying to make ourselves feel better, a structured, organized, team-first coach like Pep's not going to work for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, and right back to Real Madrid, there just was no market for Ronaldo. And George Mendes made the market. Do you think there was ever real actual interest from City? I remember saying, City haven't offered any money. They sure. said, we'll take him, but for free. Sure. And don't tell me George wasn't the guy putting the call into Ferguson saying, get involved here. This is made to get your guy to get your guy there. And I think Ronaldo just walks out of that going, we said, when we're trying to make ourselves feel better, Ronaldo makes the move that works for Ronaldo. Yeah. We and said this. Yeah. He's going into a club where the manager will never stand to him. Ever. <laughs> yeah, what's Ole going to say to Ever. Ronaldo? Ronaldo picks when he plays, he picks when he doesn't play. He'll pick who plays with him. Yeah. Nobody's going to step to him. I mean, Cavani just handed over the show. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. a silly thing. No, it's... it's but it Ronaldo walks into an environment where the fans will never criticize him. The media aren't criticizing him. Mm. 100% perfect scenario for him out of a move that looked like he was stuck at Juventus, completely manufactured. But do you know what it feels like in hindsight? That City, when they were being linked, like they kind of jammed it down City's throat and City were like... Okay, listed for the clout. Well, if 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 they did go in, if they did go in hard for him, for him, yeah. Uh, I tell you what, it, what it does tell you, Paul. You've you've nailed it, and I think my line's always been from the beginning. And we'll talk about Kane as you just now is George Mendes, Mino Raiola are the agents you want, and Raheem Sterling's guy as well. I will keep standing for that guy because, and I made the the analogy yesterday. It's like a good girlfriend or a good wife. Is, should be what an agent is because guys want the good looking girl you can take out on Sundays have uh, what we call arm candy because actually who you need is the lady who's already organized the cooking the lunch for work for Monday she's not getting you know she's telling you to Sunday we're not drinking that's who you actually need it's not who most guys go for but that's the one who's taking care of the little things like your watch is in the right place where's your wallet in the morning when you walk out it seems like little things but you, we've all left our wallet at home and we're at the garage. Sucks. Like, these are the... And they're all taken, by the way. The great ones, Paolo, like your fantastic wife is taken. Is police. You're not finding... Is that's what your agent should be? Because Cristiano Ronaldo should never, ever be talking to football clubs. 
Cristiano Ronaldo should never be tweeting about his emotions towards a football club like Harry Kane was. That's George <laughs> Mendes. Now that's where an agent does his work. You don't earn your money when Ronaldo's banging 50 goals a season. That's not when you earn your money. It's when he's unhappy. When you have to do the ugly stuff, as most great partners do, it's when you lose your job, right? When your confidence goes down, she's there for you. She's the rock. She's, you know what I mean? We'll yeah. make it work. The, the, your child's sick. She's, yes. that's the great part. That's what an agent should be. An agent should be, like now, you remember when I told both of you guys and you thought I was crazy? I said, Ronaldo's not ending at Juventus. Not like this. Because I knew George Mendes is that guy. George Mendes isn't a guy. He's that guy. If you go and read the Wolf story and actually how that whole thing works, that shows you Mendes is a it, guy. It is phenomenal yeah. moving pieces just incrementally so that everything falls exactly how you want it. And I've said it before, and the thing with George Mendes is why he's actually so popular. Every deal, he makes sure everybody wins. Yeah, all parties and, are happy. And there's not many agents that, that do that. And spare a thought for poor Juventus, because you hear the story that the day George Mendes was in Turin, Turin negotiating Ronaldo out there, as they finished the meeting with him, Mina Raiola arrived for a meeting. Oh. <laughs> so, God help oh. those guys for the day they had. Hopefully they didn't. No, they've surely, you, what you do is set Separate up an hour buffer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but, 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 an hour buffer. But, but did you see? Juventus execs, they yeah. must have been like, oh, oh God. But did you see? But you could see it though. Did you see Allegri when he was speaking about Ronaldo? He was like, he's actually a fall. He's like, Ronaldo's not here anymore. He's not available. Like, because you probably knew that, hey, this other guy's coming. But again, I said it when I said about Ronaldo, because. I have two people in my life with the Cristiano Ronaldo mentality. I was like, oh, I've, I've, I've seen I've this watching, before. No, I've seen, I, I know how this thing's going to go down. And I love the brutality of George Mendes doing it that way. Ruthless, eh? Because there's no other way. The, the, name the one person, off. name Bam. one person who you respect, who's ever broken up with a partner and, and said, everyone who says mutual's lying, they're trying to be tough, right? Is nobody gets married to get divorced. I don't care who you are. It's always ugly. There's no good way to break up. You need a George Mendes to say... And, and he goes and he goes, we all know this is done. Yeah. It's done. It's, it's fine. It's over. It's no one's fault. Yeah. What does everyone need to get out of this? So, so that? What need, what, how, do we, how, do we make the, how do we make this as least ugly as possible? Except for the time <laughs> Ronaldo was dating George Mendes' daughter for a few months. My man. What are you talking about? Way My back, man. way back when. How old was he then? He was quite young. It was, he, had, he had just early days in Manchester United. He you was know what? Dating George Mendes. So he pulled the involved summer. Deli Ali on uh, Pep Guardiola's daughter. Not quite though, because they'll he pulled never, the, he pulled there, the there's no way. There's there's no way. Yeah, that's true. He Zaha. pulled Zaha and Moyes. I think it was allegedly. Like, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. He'll sue. Zaha will sue. He, he will sued sue. on that. He's erratic. Yeah. Yeah. He he sued on that. Did he? Yeah. He sued. He hey, shout out. Get your he'll, money. He'll sue on that. Um. Uh, yeah. And I think it was one of those. Um. I'll get you a better deal. Yeah. Just stop, stop phoning the house. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know he's a Portuguese father? Yeah. yeah. Gonna... <laughs> no, but do you know he's like he's like um so on entourage, Ori Gold. That's who he is. Because Ori Gold, there's a guy that was texting his daughter. He goes, "Listen," and he got him the biggest contract like in Kazakhstan. Yeah. Just so you would leave. <laughs> stop no, no, no. Shout out! You, you got to do what you got to do, and also, hey, you got to bring the bills home. I mean, guys like Cristiano Ronaldo is probably about eighteen at Sporting. Because I don't care how talented you are. When they could see Ronaldo, I would imagine, I, I haven't read any stories, but he was probably by 15, 16, the first guy at training or last to leave. Mm. It's like, oh, we can work with that. Oh, that guy. Because that's not everyone. Mm. You, you, you don't become Cristiano Ronaldo at 18. He had that at 13, 14 without coaches pushing him. He said, okay, let him call the house. Let's organize the new deal, like you say. <laughs> and okay, by 21, this nonsense is over. 
shout out, hey, shout out to, to CR7 and Man United guaranteed top three now. Paulo with Cristiano Ronaldo, Senzo saying obviously the treble. Um, I just um, any United fan who wants to know how this, like, and I get it, I get the whole romanticism, and I'm I'm not against that. But end of the day, I just said end of the day. It's a soccer cliche, <laughs> but. Anyone who wants to know how this United thing is going to turn out, I just hope you watched Portugal versus Ireland because that is going to be the rest of our season. Yes. Right? Ronaldo will score a lot of goals. Yep. But it is very dysfunctional when you have Bernard Silva, Bruno Fernandes, and Diego Jota. Diego Jota is not affected by it because he's got that Liverpool selfishness, which is not a bad thing. (laughs) He doesn't look for Ronaldo first. He looks for the goal. Sure. And, And he hasn't had that shouted or armed out of him yet <laughs> Bruno Fernandes and Ronaldo kept, keep running into each other's space Bernard Silva is not Man City's Bernard Silva knocking little triangles mm. looking for it he's looking to cross to Ronaldo Yeah. and I just see Sancho Rashford and Bruno Fernandes doing exactly the same give thing give me the ball give me the ball I think it's can, both Ronaldo will score a lot of goals yeah. and Manchester United will be worse listen who, who, who knew huh? I've seen it I've been watching it for four years I've been watching very good capable, excellent footballers play within themselves to service Ronaldo. Now, the trade-off is, is it fair? I don't know what it is, but it is highly dysfunctional. I think we're going to see that at United because you've got the same coach, plays exactly the same formation, Yeah, man-manager, not tactician, and I think it's going to, I think we're both going to see a really good Ronaldo, but not a great United. I hope I'm wrong, but I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm, I've all been right, watching Chris. for four years. Uh, yeah, you, you have. Listen, <laughs> you know if you're wrong, um, James is going to meme you again. Yeah, he will. He I'll will. take it. I'll he take will. it. Yeah, great, because great if I'm wrong, it means you've been successful. So it's I'll big content. It. It's big content. All right. It. Listen, uh, who knew? Cristiano Ronaldo, he is back. We'll talk a little bit more about some winners and losers on the other side, the MKT show. CliffCentral.com You've done it. Now that's big broadcasting. Because we've all got ambitions in life, right? Is Don't you love hearing? You've done it. Somebody yeah. made a decision to deliberately listen you to the show it. today. And they've done it. If, if, if your goal today was to listen to the show, you've done it. And also you've made a great choice. Fantastic choice. And huh. it's, um, am I setting the bar too high at the stage? Huh? Nah, bro. Don't forget about other people. This, this no, for a, myself. This not... I mean, I, this is greatness. It's yeah. greatness in front of me, and it's. We must transcend. Yeah, well said. Well said. I got to. I got to. I got to lock it in. This is. This is a big time. I mean, hey, David. David O'Sullivan, one of my heroes. Eat your heart out. Robert Morrow, one of my heroes. Eat your heart out. You know, I haven't heard you bring the show back like this. Even though I listen to all of your stuff, and you guys are brilliant. I'm doing something you're not. So. It's the now, takeover. I you, want know, to, you know what it is. Yeah. It's your producers. That's what it is. You That's, know what? Because you got guys who like they get it. Yeah. Yes. You know, guys, yeah, they get it. They're new wave. They're fresh. Yeah. They're not bogged down by ideas or... Yes. Or some or knowledge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you have a producer like James who knows so little. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just gives you scope to do what you want. It is. It is. He'll bend to whatever I'm saying because he doesn't know anything. Which goes back to my first point. You <laughs> yes. do what you want when you're popping. No, I feel you. That's when you get people to put uh, some spec on your name. You know what I'm saying? No, James, a lot of guys having a go at you here. Um, I mean, you did go to AFTA, which is a complete scam at this stage. I think we all know that. Uh, so just your thoughts on sort of guys taking shots at you uh, and, and the sort of work you're doing, whether good or bad. 
I like to think I'm doing a pretty good job. How, how do you measure that? Um, by getting home and being completely satisfied with the job that I have done. Okay, but what is this, Montessori or are we at work here, Paul? How do you actually measure it? Because everyone in Montessori gets a medal. So if you just say you've done a good job, that, that's not how it works. Honestly, if I get home and I'm tired, like, like for real, real tired, then I feel like I've done a good job. What does that mean? It means exactly what I said. You know, a lot of a lot of business type and, and real thought leaders say you shouldn't end your day tired. Yeah. You should end it inspired. That, so, oh, but it shows you. Whatever. It only goes to prove your point, Paolo, <laughs> that we're working with, I don't want to say the bottom of the barrel, but certainly below the middle. The barrel's bobbing in the river. There's fish in the barrel. Yes. It's, it's very risky to make these statements about the people that are currently running the show while we're live. Now, a lot of people might say the guys running the show, which is uh, you, wouldn't know enough how to stop the show. And <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the lack of knowledge that Paolo was talking about, you've kind of just shown that because you don't even measure how well you've done. It's uh, it's the simple click of a mouse, my friend. Click of a mouse, huh, James? That's threatening. I love James. God damn it, I love James. Good stuff. I love James. Yeah. I love it. It's yeah. just... Just yeah. jostling. Yeah. <laughs> James, now, there's, there's something to be said for if you're not threatening, you can't really be attractive. I mean, I don't really want to get into your personal life again. Yesterday, people said I was bullying you again. So, you know, do, do you want the image of not being, like, having no threat at all? Basically, just being like, I don't know, algae on, on a river? Um, in what sense are we talking about? Yeah? Just sort of like, oh, all our nice guy. You know, basically the the cappuccino of humans. You know, it's like, oh, what are we, what are you having cappuccino? Every every douchebag says that. Um, because you want a bit of edge, hey? You want to be cool. Uh, I'm I'm not overly concerned, if I'm honest. Like, if people think what they think, then dope. That's sick. You, you know, I know you don't listen to my advice uh, at all, and you don't care for what I have to say. What you should do is maybe ask your lady for like, ask her to email you. Like some feedback about you, you know what I mean? Because if she's in front of you, she has to be nice. She doesn't want you. She doesn't see you crying in the fetal position. You know what I'm saying? So maybe ask her just just for an email update on on your thoughts on you at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, does it have? Should, should I ask her to make it like a formal one also, with like all the formal? Topics? Well, it's not up to you. Don't tell her how to deliver the content. I mean, uh, just she must just deliver feedback. Yeah, well, just a ten point, ten points. Yeah. Okay, uh, so, I'll, I'll, I'll send her that message and uh, see what she comes back with. All right, you'll let us know. All right, James, keep learning, buddy. Every day is a school day. Uh, let's get back <laughs> to um, the winners and losers in the transfer window. Um, Paolo, the biggest spenders in the window. I mean, let's get into them. You know what? And I think PSG, of course, anybody that walks out of the transfer window with Messi for free. <laughs> <laughs> they were taking everything for free. You know, but even before that... They're just of such a calculated squad build of Donnarumma, Sergio Ramos, Van mm. Then they end up Messi and then pay for Hakimi and get, like I said last week, Nuno Mendes, a very underrated signing. And keep Mbappe. And keep Mbappe. I mean, that's crucially, keep yeah. Mbappe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is phenomenal, phenomenal business. You know, of course, wages are blown through the roof, right? But even before the Messi move, that was like, that is phenomenal. Phenom- all the money in the world, that is phenomenal working out. I've been assured by the PSG ownership that they, the FFP, they are sticking to it. So yes. I'm not sure what you mean by astronomical wages. I've been assured of course. by them yeah. saying that. The books balance. Yeah, the books do balance. I just imagine a whole bunch of 
the businesses that the owners are involved in will suddenly start sponsoring PSG, you know, since Messi signed on. We're suddenly going to see a lot of their businesses. A lot of those, yeah. <laughs> not necessarily owned by him, but they just happen to be Qatari-linked just businesses. Just happen to be. It's a consortium. Yeah, in, mm. in what, what is really a royal state where their royal family owns everything. But it won't be owned by any of them. As long as it's within FFP. Which is a joke anyway, but I mean... On, yeah, exactly. Shout out Etihad for doing that at Man City, by the way. Like, first season, Etihad's the Man City sponsor all of a sudden. They've got the biggest sponsorship deal in the league. Shout out. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's a consortium. But um, did you hear the rumor? They said the Saudi guys... The Donna rumor. There you go. <laughs> the, the Saudi guys, they're saying Newcastle. We're putting you guys on notice. I love that. I, I love the Newcastle rumor. I love Mike Ashley. What a charlatan that man is. He yes, is. Bro. He is. Every year, it, it is, it is, I've got a Newcastle, uh, we spoke about him on the show, yeah. a, a Newcastle supporting friend. And every year after a transfer window where they don't sign anyone, Steve Bruce was walking around Honestly. trying to do deals himself, <laughs> right? He was, <laughs> Answering the phone. he was, he was trying to do the deals, yeah. right? Like yeah, it's, it's like hilarious. 1986. It's hilarious. Dream team or something. <laughs> and they have a bad transfer window. Oh, the Saudis, yeah. the Saudis are going to buy us yeah. till January. Oh no, it's fallen apart. No one buying January, February. Ooh, the Saudis. It happens time and time again. As long as Newcastle United are a Premier League club, yeah. Mike Ashley will fleece that club. club broken. <laughs> broken. So ways. Is that not the saddest story broken. In, in European football? I mean, I'm trying to think of like what other big clubs, you know, sort of in the modern day. It's like... Palmer. Why are Newcastle not Atletico Madrid? No, because like Palmer's one thing. And you have to say with because Newcastle because they're in the Premier League, sure. so they got that TV money. No, there's there's no yeah. comparison because the potential that they have, and it's just time and time again. I love it. The Saudis are always uh, with the Stavely lady. She's also always, always trying to broker the deal. No, she's a slime ball. They're all as bad as each other, and I feel sorry for poor Newcastle supporters. Signing Santiago Munez. Oh, shout out. In life imitating art. But, by the way, now, Paulo, you did, uh, as we sent... But he's going to do it, though. Santiago Munez, he, he, he will do it, then go to Real Madrid. And then yeah. what happens in goal three? He does. No. no they the go to the World Cup. Don't spoil it. What country does he play for? Spain or... Mexico. Mexico. Oh, so he's... Oh, Santi. It's real. Santi. No, it's real. So it's... this Santi is just has to follow that path. Real Madrid have to sign him. Then we know we're in the Matrix. And then he goes Don't to... Don't feel really old. Yes. Mm. He had he had no idea these movies existed. He's that young. Wow. He's, he's, 19, he's nineteen. He's nineteen. So yeah, yeah, he's never heard of goal. Paulo, was it you saying goal five is in production or goal four in production? <laughs> no, so what they did is it's a book. So uh, after the yes. third goal, goal four, they wrote a book. Okay. That's actually the clo- it's canon. It's closing up of the story. But like Twilight. I said, Wayne Rooney gets killed in it. It's a it's a mess. That's awesome. That, okay, I need to. I want that Rooney's film. diaries. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Colleen Rooney. I mean, the Rooney tapes. What a great lady. What, what an incredible human for sticking around. PSG. Um, here's a weird one that they bought. Why did they pay money for Danilo uh, Pereira? Because he's 29. He's pretty much what a holding mid who can play centre back, from what I've seen. They've already got Ander Herrera. They've already got. Is Adrisa Gay? Has he murdered a small child as a sacrifice? Why do PSG not value that guy? I can't speak to the Adrissa Gay story. The, the, the Danilo story is a George Mendes favor. You know, it's him saying, I've got this player. Yeah. Porto needs some money. Make the thing happen. Keep him here for a while. And you'll get an option on one of my guys down the line. Which they did. His name's Nuno Mendes. So, I got you. You, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so, so it's a package deal. This sort of stuff does happen. 
Um, or Di Maria stays. I don't know what it is. But he's Di still Maria alive. Stays. Angle Di Maria. <laughs> is there, wait, Di Maria is going to be a third option. I actually, there's a scenario where Neymar and Bappe and Di Maria play up front with Messi behind them. Oh, oh. God help poor Drissa again, Danilo Pereira trying to oh, hold back any. It's a lot. Because no. How easy is that to play? Because none of those four will press you. Yeah. Just think, knock over to your midfield, and you've got a free run. <laughs> but now, hold on, they've got Paredes as well. Oh, it... and Gini Van Alden. Is Sabaria still there? No, he went in the deal with Nuno Mendes. He's oh, gone okay. to uh, Sporting. And the, 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 who's the French lunatic again? The, the guy with the ponytail? He's gone. Rabia. He's at Juventus. He yeah. is at Juventus. That's why Ronaldo uh, left. PSG are winning. I mean, th- that is. They're going to win in December. That is okay. That's I mean that is sickening. You listen. <laughs> I don't know if anyone gets away with the front four in modern football in the league as physical. Oh, and there's Genie as well. Without <laughs> pressing, I mean it's, it's going to be interesting to see in the Champions League. I mean, in, in, they can do it in Liga uh, because it's Liga uh, but not in big time. Hey, eh? they can't play. You can't play Man City like that. You can't play those four up front. What can I mean, happen? Can you can you even play um, Mbappe, uh, Messi, and uh, Neymar? We're going to. It's happening. Like, like, does that work? Because I'm getting from Messi, I get nothing from Neymar. Well, I mean, he's Vanaldo means danger, danger pay. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Yeah, because with those three in front and Sergio Ramos behind him, <sighs> the poor guys. Are, oh, what's going on? This is not what Cruyff taught us. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. That's fifteen, but I'm, fifteen I'm, kilometers again. I'm about that life, FIFA. I'm about it. Good. You Block, like it? Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Michael Bay movie. Oh, just explosions that is, that is true documentary <laughs> is I, coming though can I remind you guys of something yeah tell us PSG after signing uh, Donnarumma uh, also still have nine keepers they do have nine keepers and they've also got Kayla Navas who would start at Manchester United who would start probably at Chelsea I like Mendy mm. but Kayla Navas is one of the in the last decade has there been a a more consistent keeper because I don't want to hear about my keeper. If your keeper, you know as Man United yeah. fans, when your keeper is your best player, what does that mean? Either he's a disaster and he's in bad positions and he's making miraculous saves, or your team's terrible. Yeah. No, we're rubbish. So, Kalinovs never makes mistakes because we'd hear about them, especially at Real Madrid and PSG, and they win it. And he must be really good because he's a relatively short keeper and we know you hate those. I do hate short keepers. I do. I cannot stand. If you're below the height of 192... Why are you a goalkeeper? And that includes Edison. I, I, Reflexes. You're a cat. No, nah, you need to be six foot three. Let me tell you what happened. Kepa Rita Balaha. You're ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, he's a keeper uh, for Chelsea Football Club. He, he, he was he, very good in Spain. He is very good. He, he, he was very good in Spain where people don't shoot and uh, it's a walking pace. Um, but if you watch the FA Cup final, now, uh, who's the Belgian kid who hits the absolute cracker? Uh, Mixed race guy. Yuri uh, Tillemans. Tillemans. Tillemans hits an absolute cracker. If that's a six foot five keeper, it hits the middle of his palm. I, mm. Like, I know it's a cracker. I'm not, I'm not taking away from the strike. I'm just saying, when you've got Peter Dinklage in goal, and <laughs> that's anybody below 192 centimeters, I don't want to... Because top class teams only ever concede, concede really worldies. Yeah. Stunners, yeah. So that's when you need Peter Cech against the famous Wayne Rooney save. When it's in pinpoint top corner, that's the only save he's ever really going to have to make. Everything else is generally straight at him. Your holding is unbelievable. So I don't get the Kepa Rita Balaha thing. Kelo Navas, I do think, though, is an exception to the rule. He's the one. I mean, I wouldn't take him at Chelsea because the Premier League will bully you. I'd like to see him. But Do you think, so 
I, I'm actually glad you said the Premier League will bully you, right? At his age, I know he's got experience and he's still, like you say, a consistent goalkeeper, but do you think he'll still be able to sort of burst into the first team of a top six club in the Premier League? No, in all honesty, no, because you, you need to be the 190 plus keeper in the Premier League because the, they ref it differently as well. So mm-hmm. if you do watch uh, sort of the Latin leagues, Goalkeepers are actually just auxiliary. It's like if you <laughs> if you breathe near him, right, too hard. They they they, they ref it. So the English game, and you even look at the Man City situation. Is he's developed into a little bit of a bully himself in Edison? Is that when he came, De Gea is probably the best example because De Gea came over in that first season. He got the shock of his life. Fergie said, "You son, need to get in the gym." So no, no, no. I'm no. put you on the Fergie diet. But, but he could do it in Spain, and, and he's got brilliant feet. He could do it in Spain. He could do it in Italy. He could do it in France. It's just so disrespectful to me. It's like you didn't need Donnarumma. He doesn't take you to another level. Mm. Navas is brilliant. It's flex, my man. But uh, Donnarumma, so, uh, how old is he? 21 now. He's the man. By the way, he's played about, what, 50 games at 21. Yeah, he's crazy. He's, he's, he's insane. <laughs> Was he captain of, of Milan? Uh, he, he's outrageous. He, he is outrageous. So, shout out to PSG for um, creating a Super League within uh, the rules of Seferin. Um, Paolo, you... Generally, some people may not know that you believe that the 80s are the only time that that has ever happened. By the way, let's plug the the, the podcast if you're into the 80s uh, music. Uh, let's plug the greatest podcast in South Africa, Paolo. Uh, what is it? Where can people get it? How do they listen to it? I've, and great clip, by the way, on social media. I very much doubt there's a crossover between uh, a high-end funky sports, uh, sports show and that 80s show. But yes, we do a 80s show where we talk about 80s cultures, recommend 80s movies, sometimes play 80s music. And interview 80s people. Mm. Um, I don't All expect right. anyone to know Modern Talking. Oh, uh, great band from the 80s. And if they don't, Google it. Yeah. Uh, and we interview the main man from Modern Talking this week. Nice. Uh, on Friday, Thomas Anders. Yeah. Uh, so just look for that 80s show essay. Anyway, we yeah. make it so easy to find. Just Google that 80s show essay. Yeah. And you'll find it in a way that works for you. So no underscore, nothing. That 80s that show. That 80s show essay. Essay. Underscoring wasn't, gonna, wasn't a thing in the 80s. Oh, got you. There you go. Oh, hey. Uh, by the way, sh- um, shout out to uh, who, who was the Scottish guy? Uh, God love for you if you were born in the eighties. Uh, what's it, Kelvin yeah, Harris? Kelvin Harris. Uh, shout out to you, great song. Yeah, just absolute, on Earth. absolute banger. By the way, I was doing it at that stage when that song came out. Really living a different life. But my point was throwbacks. Guy who was a sort of a child star back in the late late eighties, nineties. There is the greatest sign on video. I thought it was cringe when James showed it to me this morning. But then I was like, I went and watched it in, in my office with earphones. I was like, this is unbelievable. It is incredible. It's Tell cool us way. everything, uh, Paolo. We obviously can't play it on YouTube. Yeah, unfortunately we can't play it. But, I mean, sign-on videos are neither here nor there. I mean, yeah. you get really good ones, you get really bad ones. Roma do fantastic with theirs. For every sign-on announcement they have, they post a photo of a missing child. And they've found uh, missing children. What? Yeah. So I don't know if you... Yeah, so every signing... They don't do signing-on videos. Every time they announce a signing... It's accompanied by the social media post and all that. It's accompanied by a photo of a missing child. And I think of the 30 or so, I think it's just, no, they're on a half. So just over 20, they've, 12 of those children have been found. Nice. That's incredible. Um, so that's, Dope. you know, that's a really good way of, of doing it. Um, um, I just want to say at that point is that I, I hated Roma um, for the last couple of years because of the way they treated Francesco Totti. But they, they kind of got me back on side there. I'm at a... I'm at a zero point five for them out of a, out of a hundred because I did hate the way the only talismanic figure Italian football has actually properly had probably in twenty years to. Mourinho will ha- make you hate them again. So <laughs> <about that. laughs> 
Um, but listen, that's a great way of using something that's become, you know, so, and this is what uh, uh, um, teams do. And maybe I like this one because, you know, out of the show, the social media element and the content we do is a little bit, you know, is quite hit and miss. So I'm always quite... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't notice, I'm looking over where James sits. At James, yeah, you're not great with the graphics, etc. <laughs> no, so so this is um, a player, Theo Gabrusselassi. Um, Czech player, Ethiopian descent, born in Czechoslovakia, moved to Sloven Liberec. They won the Champions League a few years ago, weren't they? Yeah. They were definitely right. I know yeah, the name. Yeah. Right? So difficult with that region. All of them are Slovan or something. Something. Yeah. So not a massive team, though. I mean, they would have fallen off uh, in the Czech League. And this announcement video is a parody of the opening theme song of the Fresh Prince of Ballet. Yeah. Now, the Fresh Prince of Ballet, even to this day, somebody was playing it here, and I heard somebody in the studio rapping along to it. Yeah. It's like that and Ice Ice Baby. Baby. Everybody knows the mm, words, right? All timers. And... Um, Parody is done well when you love the subject. Yeah. If you ever put this together, love the Fresh Prince of Ballet, because it is phenomenally done. Yeah. I mean, even uh, Theo Gabriel Selassie, his acting is really good. No, he's yeah. Like he's not like some of the footballers don't know how to do it themselves and they're a little bit off. Yeah. But it is almost like a scene for scene remake of it. It includes the coach, it includes some of their fans, it includes other players. It's just really, really fun. Well done, shot beautifully. And uh, the best of these of the transfer window. So check it out for yourself. It's the it's called the Fresh Transfer. I think if you just look for fr- Fresh Transfer mm. um, on YouTube, you'll find it. Check it out. That is a huge win of the transfer. Window it's so it. great. It's, it's really good. You know, is sometimes in all this like cash and stuff, we, we forget that actually. Oh, there's huge money behind this, by the way. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like it's a celebration. Mm. Like by the way, football is meant to be a celebration. Yeah. When we gather as football fans, like take all of it away is it's yes it's tribal yes it's that but really sport is a celebration whatever sport you do that's a celebration of uh, physical excellence that's what it's meant to be we gather and watch our heroes this is awesome yeah it's really fun yeah, flipping incredible just uh, on that I, I don't know if you've seen United's deep fake this past weekend uh, on the United official Instagram uh-huh. it's got it's like a countdown to Ronaldo playing but what they've done is that iconic in the World Cup when Ronaldo was stepping up to take the free kick against Spain mm. and he tucked his shorts in. Mm. That last minute yeah, yeah, free kick. Yeah, yeah, that's what But they've deep faked that with Ronaldo in a Portugal kit. It is phenomenally it's good. It's dope. And he's, it's just him standing over the ball. And it is phenomenally Cause good. Because remember, remember what we're, But it repre- represents the times at United. When we were rubbish, we had. That guy, Alexis Sanchez, playing the... It's been eight years. Yeah, You've been yeah. rubbish for eight years. So. There's been a You've while. got a lot of guys. Yeah, Falcao, Di Maria. I, mean, I don't want to go through the whole thing. Shout out to Falcao and Bebe as strike <laughs> partners. Bebe. Hey. Are they that? Ralph Vellicano. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Falcao's joined uh, Bebe. I they... saw that. El Tigre. What's he thinking about old uh, Lautura Martinez getting El Tigre as a nickname? He shut that down I... immediately. Romar Falcao is an ex-footballer. He, yeah. <laughs> he's retired. He just hasn't told anybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's, he, uh, he took the Manchester retirement package, yeah. also preferred by Bastien Schweinsteiger. Yeah, Basti did do that to you guys. And he played two, three, what, two and a half seasons there. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he? Hey, we got, well, well, he, no, he, he was training. I can't for even tell you what he looks like in a United <laughs> Basti. Injured for 18 months. Uh, shout out. Yeah, great video. All right, Paolo, uh, your, your team obviously sporting. Yeah, I have to do this because my list, I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you sound like him though. <laughs> the plus side. Sure I can put my name on it. Exactly. The plus side of a pandemic means that teams like Sporting who overachieve don't get plucked by yep. uh, bigger leagues. 
And uh, we're going to the Champions League, which could have been quite ugly for us, I think. But we've managed to hold on to all of our players because yeah, no one you, can buy them. You guys in Ajax get looted. Yeah, we do. It's, uh, but that's our business model. It's fine. We understand it. Um, and you just accept, okay, well, you start again. We only lost one player and relatively a left back, which you can afford to. But we kept Joao Palenia. We kept Pedro Gonzalves. Um, and that's the core of our team. Joao Mario was always on loan, so he's gone to Benfica. Yeah. But I think Sporting are a big winner of the transfer winner because Benfica and Porto didn't get that much better. Uh, so in terms of Portugal hoping for a repeat and a nice run in the Champions League. So I consider us winners. Your, your thoughts on uh, Nuno Mendes uh, leaving? I mean, he's, he, he's obviously part of that. Uh, that's a really good young player. Watch out for that kid, really. Left back. I was doing some reading on him. Left back. Um, probably as good a left back as you're going to see over the next 10 years. Wow. Really, really top-class player. I hope he doesn't disappear into this PSG experiment because it does. It looks like it's a little bit of a Galacticos 2 thing. Um, and I hope he doesn't disappear, but he's, he's solid, he's strong, he's clever, he's everything. Uh, is, is he better than Nuno Tavares? Huge. Who is Nuno Tavares? Arsenal. What's Nuno? I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 listen, they were very similar, similar mm, profile. Mm. Nuno Mensch is next level. Physically, he's good. And I mean, they say, you know, he's playing with Messi at his club and Ronaldo in his international team. Not bad. But, you know, he's physically clever, gets forward, can score goals, good technique. The kid's the real deal. That's next 10 years probably going to be in the conversation as best left back. So what are PSG going to do? Are they, they have to have two teams. Like, uh, my proposal for them is I, I can see what's coming. Poch is having sleepless nights eh? <laughs> No, 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 no. Somebody's, uh, there's two guys. There's a Champions League team and there's a league team. And there's, yeah, the league team plays the Cups. Like, I don't see Leo Messi playing every two weeks he's off. Yeah, I think they'll dictate. The players will dictate. Because Neymar as well. Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos also not, what you a know. mess. You know, so it will be two teams. It'll be a Champions League side and then... A team that plays Lyon and uh, Marseille. And then there'll be a team that plays Brest. And... Yeah, I mean, Julian Draxler just got a new contract for whatever reason. You forget he's still a human with civil rights. Send him to Arsenal. Always <laughs> been linked. <laughs> he has always been linked. I mean, shout out to PSG. I mean, that is unbelievable. They could put probably three teams together and be in the top five of, uh, of Spain. I mean, I mean of, of France right now. <laughs> it is... Uh, wow, Sergio, who's the real captain there? Sergio Ramos. Because Marquinhos is there. <laughs> Sergio Ramos. <laughs> Sergio Ramos is the it's captain. Sergio Ramos. Who else is there, though? He like, said. Who's the other guy? Kimpembe. He's also got that lifestyle about him. I'll give you my thoughts on Kimpembe. Yeah. <laughs> who's. Who are Donnarama's? We know he's about that life, and he's. You know, he's got mm. Mino as a. As a that is going to be. No, Sergio they Ramos. need to do a documentary. I think there will be glory. And then I think it'll explode amazingly. Do you know what? Do a docky the next two seasons. You, you have to do the docky. because it's coming. Imagine that 1-1 Barcelona away. They lose Ramos and Messi in the dressing room. Whoa. Are you joking? And you know who will commission the documentary? Gerard Piquet. Because he just so happened to buy yeah. the rights of uh, Ligue 1. He does the documentary. Sells it to Amazon Prime. Don't worry about taking a pay cut. Don't worry. Uh, can, I'll be good. <laughs> you, you've just brought it up, right? Before we wrap up here, is can we just give some credit to Gerard Piquet? Manchester United, right? You go back home. Obviously, your grandfather is the OG of all of all um, mm-hmm. the OGs in terms of being a Catalan. Then you go waka waka AA in Africa. Shout out to you, Shakira. Let's and do the World thing. Cup, dog. World Cup. You do Euro. that whole thing. 
Plus, nobody really talks about you. You know, it's like you've got Sergio Ramos. He's taking all the heat. And then... Kick a ball with Messi, you know. By the way, Carlos Puyol. All right, you mentor me. Plus now, the greatest football dynasty. I'm just a guy who's in the mix. Yeah. And I get a lot of credit when I'm probably nowhere near good enough to have been yeah. around. Uh, he shouldn't. He's not good enough to have a cup of coffee with Iniesta. But okay, fine. That's its own thing. He's finessed again. The way he's done it. And now he owns, what? Is, is it all of the rights to Liga uh, that they've yeah, acquired through his company? In or, Spain, yeah. In Spain. It's not all the rights. So it's the rights to show Liga own in Spain. Like, like, can we just, this he guy. finessed it. This guy. He's got the cheat code to life, that guy. Come on. Look at his hair. His hair doesn't even move in the wind. The guy's got a cheat code to life, damn it. He said, (laughs) this thing. I'm going to show you how to live. (laughs) Waka waka air air. Real thing. A lady said it. She's from Colombia. And then she married uh, the the OG of all OGs, Gerard Piquet. Shout out to him. Catalan of all Catalans. Uh, A beast among men. (laughs) Uh, Just just the guy. Just the guy I want to be. I want to be best friends with Gerard Piquet. All right, on the other side is, uh, you see, the thing about life is it's not Montessori. It's not after where James and his friends would hang out and have lattes instead of going to class. Is that there has to be a winner. Uh, the opposite side of that is there has to be a loser. Uh, on the other side, we talk about the losers in the transfer window. MKT Show. Cliffcentral.com. Right on. Right on. And again, you know, at this stage, it's a matter of building me a statue. At, at this stage is, I'm not paying for it, obviously. It is a matter of just saying, this guy has flipped the proverbial script and broadcasting will never be the same again. So oh. it, it, that's where we are. A big update, Supersport Blitz, a channel which became the worst thing I've ever seen because they try to be Sky Sports and then go back to purely a highlights package and now they can't decide what, what they are. So shout out to Supersport. I mean, they do... Th- Honestly, Supersport do the best work in the world in terms of production. We have to be very clear. Your highlights channel, and um, just a quick story. We have had a gentleman called Rogan Hill before as a guest, uh, before we go to the tweet on the show. Myself and Rogan Hill, back in the day, about 10 years ago, went to the Supersport studios to complain about the Supersport Blitz channel uh, because it had become such a disaster. We uh, So we walked in there, and I saw that they thought we didn't have conviction. They thought, oh, the manager's busy, they said to us. We took a seat because the lady had didn't have that energy for us to actually engage with her. We said, we will wait here until uh, this guy is available. Real story. I'm telling you, Rogan Heal, we will have him closer to the end of the month and we will retell that story because we did it. I will not tolerate a bad highlights channel. Having said that, Supersport Blitz uh, is now letting us know that South Africa are playing probably what is the most useless version of cricket, which is ODI cricket. Um, T20 at least serves for entertainment. ODI, I'm not too sure right now. It's the middle child. Uh, it is it is the middle child and, and it will act out just like James is doing because we found out yesterday James is a middle child. That's why he's not shaving or cutting his hair. It is in a mullet at the moment. Don't really want to discuss it again. Uh, score update. Sri Lanka are 128 runs for six wickets after 30 overs. The, the run rate's terrible and um, they are six down, one nil down in the series. Hashtag SS Cricket. Shout out Supersport Blitz, uh, trying to get better, but getting worse at the same time as a channel. But great tweeting, nice and clean, unlike Fabrizio Romano. Of course, if you remember yesterday, uh, he should just maybe get some English friends who can translate his tweets for him because he is the greatest uh, newsbreaker alive. So shout out to the Proteas. They are doing it at the moment, 128 for six. We wrap that thing up, maybe bowl them out, 180. And uh, you know, there's nothing better in cricket, right? Like if you ever played a time game, 
is bowling somebody out early. That's just extra time you have uh, to, to go and pound some beers. Like chill. back in the day, if you played club cricket, you know what I mean. Is <laughs> there is nothing better? Two day game, by the way, two day time game and club cricket. Yeah. If you can wrap it up in one day, oh. Oh, boy, oh boy, you're that, done. That's like you cheating. Is you time traveling? I didn't have this twenty four hours I've got now. Yeah. From seven o'clock. Um, shout out Jolly Roger, by the way, for a lot of those games. Uh, if you are thirty five around my age, uh, we had. By the way, I was playing for a team. <laughs> this is insane. Uh, I batted like six or seven, but we had Graham Smith and a guy called Adam Bacher opening. Uh, that was our opening batsman. All right, so I batted seven. I, I I never padded up that season once. <laughs> never padded up once. <laughs> Got your feet up, feet up. You wing the shorts. Yeah, we had uh, Smuts. We had Richard Cameron in that Jeez. team. Uh, who else? Did we, have? we had a guy called Stephen Jack uh, played for us for one season. Incredible. He played for the Pro Tiers as well. Uh, David Tabrucha played a game for us really? as well. Yeah, Saints guy. Uh, he did play one game, I remember. But we had a team where that was the batting lineup. I'm trying to think who else was in that team. But all uh, a guy called uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, later on they they went on. Oh, a guy called Neil McKenzie. Not sure if you've heard of him. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, he was in that batting lineup. Yeah, I batted seven. Useless. Nothing. Didn't bowl. I mean, we, yeah. So th- this is what we had. Shout out to that team that played that team because we had it wrapped up pretty quickly. So Saturdays for a two day game. It is all over. All right, speaking of which, let's get some losers, as most teams used to do against that team, as you can imagine. Um, losers in the transfer window. Um, Paolo, now there's a whole family situation here, which I don't understand. Maybe you can unpack it for us and you can explain it to me because you're, you're actually a grown-up. Uh, the, the, the biggest loser for me in the transfer window. Both Canes. <laughs> Not even just Harry. Both Harry and Charlie Kane. Yeah. Did you ever hear Charlie Kane before this? No. You should, you Charlie! Not. What? <laughs> The best chirp I heard about this. Look at Charlie Kane over there. You know, we, we had a chirp about this. So, I mean, if, if you're on the podcast, look at look for this picture of Charlie Kane having his own sports agency with CK only 66. one client. And he's going to work suited and booted every day. Every day. One client. Wow, that, it was, that was photo day. Oh, uh, look at him. Polly, you've client. nailed it. Because you, you have responded on social media and you, you've said it. Dress for the job you want. Exactly. You know, Charlie Kane is such a useless agent. That when the, the, the best chirp I heard is when the, the details of William tearing up his contract and walking away from 20 million. Yeah. Someone said, did he hire Charlie Kane as an agent? <laughs> because <laughs> this guy is an absolute clown of an agent. You have got the biggest asset, probably in English football. Yeah. The England captain. And you yeah. bottled it. Golden boy. There is not a dot on that guy's book. Yeah. And you blew it. You've. Made him less appealing. When we talk about manufacturing a uh, transfer like George Mendes did, I mean, this is the total opposite of it. What, this is just, you don't even have to understand football to realize no, how like how, did. like what are you doing? Gentlemen's agreement. I'm sorry, guys, listen, we all do some sort of works, you know, something. You don't even have to be in the business world. Yeah. I'm sorry, in 2021, gentlemen's agreement, this isn't the Old West. Yeah. This isn't, you know, a, there is no gentleman's agreement. Jack Grealish's people, along with Aston Villa, went, if I get a Champions League club offering $100 million by X date, yes. I'm allowed to leave. Yeah. No problem. We all know where everyone stands. Gentlemen's agreements. Yeah, the Kane brothers. Guys, do you think... Sorry to interrupt. Do you think he only has... Do you think he only has his brother as For his sure. client? That's because the- he's... That's his only connection or because that's the only thing he's proud of or like, are you going to sign a Charlie Kane? the genuine reason is that he only has Harry Kane as his 
Well, I, we saw it, we saw it come to life. I reckon. You know, James, you're probably right, and I think we have to look into this. Yeah. And we're not a real sports show, so no, we don't no, really no. do that. No, 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 not journalists. Just speculate. No. Yeah. But I can imagine that Harry Kane has got a ton of Tottenham young players. Yeah. Or uh, Charlie Kane. He represents him. Yeah. So he used Harry to get in to get a, like, a lot of young Tottenham players. Not anymore. Or in Tottenham women's players. And like, yes. I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised to find that. That would make sense. But I mean, having because tried... Because he's a, he's a clown and children like clowns. They do. So maybe that's... They do. The worst thing ever. <laughs> what? Is, you don't like clowns, James? Hey, sorry again. Are you saying you don't like clowns? I hate them. One of my Probably worst scared of them. in the world. Okay, let's get into it. Charlie, K- Charlie Kane, I mean, it's an unbelievable situation. We can always come back to that. James, why are you scared of clowns? What happened? Uh, is it uh, you're going to be pitching up in court one day with a doll? The lady says, "Where did you tell me where the clown touched you? Is it that or, or where are we here, Pa? Uh, no, nothing, nothing to do with that. I just... Uh. Genuinely, it's one of the most horrifying things to look at a grown man with all of this paint on his face and a wig. To me, it's one of the most horrifying things to look at. So I, so, I can't stand it. Do you, do you get scared like a small child or is it, does it just put you off because you're like, why is a man wearing makeup? I just want to understand where we are. Um, as, as, a, as a young child, I got terrified and uh, would even cry sometimes. Okay. Now that I'm not an adult yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I just get uncomfortable around them and I can't look at them for long periods of time. So I've always wondered about this phobia. I forget what the phobia is called, the fear of clowns. Now, are you like, what are you scared that the clown is going to do? Have you seen it too many times? Have you seen it at all? So uh, I'm just like, are you, do you think that he's got like a chainsaw with him? Or what's the story? Um, so first of all, the phobia for clowns is c- colrophobia. Okay. Colrophobia. Uh, or colrophobia, whatever it is. Um, I haven't seen it. My friends try to get me to see it. And I'm, I'm the guy that, <laughs> that would make dumb decisions. Like, yeah, let's go see it. No, no, no. Haven't I seen can't. it once. Haven't seen number two once. Don't know what it's about. No, there's a clown. Don't touch me, bro. Wow. That is so weird. It's okay. just, it's so creepy to me. Like, I, I don't know if it's like a subconscious thing. Or what it is, but just a man there with a. <laughs> did your mom ever leave you at the circus? Some might say you're living in Joburg. I did is like go to the, the circus once. Oh, she um, left you at the circus with. Was it with my? I I was with my brother and I think my mom and one of her friends. And they left you there. No, no, they were there with us, but I, I apparently I crawled under the chairs because it's a circus and there's clowns, and I hid under the chairs when the clowns came closer. Okay, so they didn't leave you there. I mean, it's, I, th- I thought that maybe there was a story there. So it's just you having a phobia. Yeah. So you probably hate McDonald's, eh? Uh, yeah, I haven't eaten McDonald's in a while, so... There you go. Okay, so Ronald McDonald, that must be a trauma thing. Who knew? Oh, that reminds me. So, uh, at, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there is a story. <laughs> there is a story, right. So at, there's, a, there's a McDonald's in Ramberg. Um, uh, so, excuse me, there's people in... Uh, Tajikistan, who listens to the show. That's a real thing, by the way. Did check the numbers. Uh, Randburg could be anything. What is that? Where is that? Give us some context. What type of place is Randburg? So there's a, there's a McDonald's in Johannesburg, South Africa. Yeah. Not going to go through the pain of experience. Well, Randburg, industrial area. James's school there. there. Um, it's why, James, uh, anybody who comes out of St. Stidians is generally a, a smart enough to be a plumber but pays uh, private school rates. 
um, because they're, the school's in the middle of an industrial area where the informal sort of, uh, taxi rank is, it's an absolute, it's an absolute mess of a, of a place. Yeah. So go ahead. There's a McDonald's in Randburg. There is. And I, I think, I could be wrong. I think it was the first McDonald's in South Africa. I could be wrong. No, that was the one in, um, was that the four? Is, is it Cresta? Cresta yeah. one was the Oh, first was that one. the first? So Cresta, an area also just as much of a mess. Lots of meth addicts in Cresta. Straying if you just keep going, uh, you go all the way sort of, is it Gordon Avenue? If you Well, look, pretty much, if you're not in South Africa or Joburg listening to this, yeah. just anywhere we refer to is a derelict meth addicted. Yes. He's right. Uh, yeah. A, a, place yeah that is Joburg yeah yeah okay. so, so just, and just obviously if you are eating McDonald's you might as well be taking meth as well shouldn't be eating McDonald's or, or any of those fast foods Cristiano Ronaldo has said that so it's not just me Agua. Uh, but shout out to you people there are disgusting monsters who would have like takeaways including James by the way he does work with me in an office he will have takeaways like that for breakfast and I just look at him and I judge him but again James we're going back to Randburg um, and you and Randburg at the McDonald's uh, yeah go ahead uh, just so people know I am making an effort with my health uh, and I, I, I commend you for that. Last night? You want to know what I had last oh, night? Take us into it, Jimbo. New guy, new person, uh, new human. What are we doing here, Jimbo? Before you get into it, so what are we doing? I mean, let, let's get, get, get me on full screen there. Let's get James on full screen because we want to talk about this like grown-ups. So we're doing, is it good for you? Is it good for people around you? What are we talking about, Jimbo? Jimbo, I mean, you're doing the production here. We, we, uh, Charlie Kane, obviously, we've established. Oh, that's uh, not bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Charlie Kane, we've established, is a guy. He's, congratulations, you're Harry Kane's brother. You've hit the uh, the lottery. Harry Kane, be a grown-up. Fire him. George Mendes, Mino Raiola, and I keep forgetting who um, Raheem Sterling's agent is. Those are the only three interviews you take, and you take your career to another level commercially and actually have somebody with probably a matric uh, actually running your, your affairs. And we gave him benefit of the doubt. We've actually been looking. He has got no other players. He represents no one else. You know what I love about the brothers of famous people? They look like cosplay versions of the, the <laughs> yeah. brother. It's so, so true. You, you know, they look like they're... They, hey, yeah, like right. he's dressing up yeah, as... Like let, Charlie so, Kane looks like a cosplay Harry Kane. Like no, nah, I mean, you can't hear that. Harry Kane. Let, let's get the photo back up. Paolo, that's one of the most hilarious things I've ever heard. Um... <laughs> like if you went to a party dressed as Harry Kane you showed up like that you'd win that's exactly what so he's it looks like he's wearing a mask of Harry Kane and it's not just him and he's just carrying brothers extra are pounds. famous people have you seen Brad Pitt's brother that's what I'm saying also <laughs> they, same story same yeah. story they look like cosplay versions of that it's pretty oh good. my Stop goodness it. this is exactly <laughs> see now I'm not going to be able to and opposed, no Charlie Kane that's a selfie. Okay. <laughs> the photo on the left is a selfie. This is, an, this is a big-time sports show. There's, there's every chance within the next year, I almost guarantee it, we will be traveling globally. What happens when we meet Charlie Kane now? Because that, I'm telling you guys, that could happen. You, just with, with the types of human beings you guys are, extremely ambitious and movers and groovers, what happens when we meet him now? Because I have to keep a straight face. I don't recognize well, him. Well, we'll have to ask him, is McDonald's really the best place to meet? <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then that one photo there, he's definitely taking a photo of That's himself a with a selfie, selfie stick. <laughs> That's what I said. There's no, the he's hand. definitely got a selfie, selfie stick. stick. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't even afford a photographer. Your brother's the England captain. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, it is a selfie. Because the angle as well. De- that is definitely My a man's man got a, a selfie, selfie stick. stick. And you think to yourself at this stage, Charlie, I mean, what did they get? 10%. Harry Kane's probably made uh, somewhere between 50 and 60 million pounds in his career. So you've probably, after tax, had three, four million pounds? 
you can't get you can't you can't employ a James guy to come take photos and edit that. Surely there's someone else in the building. That's incredible. Why have those other chairs? Does nobody else work there? Why or why do you have to take a selfie? I can see another chair in what looks like a board. Because he's a chev. Anyway, cosplay Harry Kane has just that is down. sick. I had never thought of it as cosplay. Like that's the perfect one. That's the guy who's having problems with his girlfriend. He's he's eating a little bit. She kept the apartment. He's not living in a hotel. He's eating takeaways. Little extra poundage on the face. Uh, listen, I have to commend him on this. Unlike Raphael Varane, he's got a, he's got a tailored suit. So shut the hell up. So Raphael Varane needs to go to whoever Charlie Kane's guy is, and maybe that's what we have to look at. He spent the money on his tailor, which Varane did not. Varane had the worst suit in the history of not just football, maybe man humans having suits. Of Raphael Varane wearing that. I mean, he picked that off. He bought it at a vegetable store. Probably picked it up on the ground at Raphael Varane. But Charlie Kane, that suit tailoring is next level. That's Shopish. why. That's why he, that's why he's got the selfie stick. He can't afford, you know, he spent all the money on that jacket. Look at that jacket. Can't afford a photographer. Yeah. So that's, that's going to happen. All right, James, let's move from, um, from that and let's move back, uh, to you saying, uh, where were we? Randberg, uh, McDonald's. That's what happened. I just want to hear about your trauma there. Uh, and, oh, oh, sorry. We're talking about your health. All right. Enough of Charlie Kane. Let's get him off screen, Jimbo. Let's talk about it quickly. Uh, now, James, I've got to ask you this because, you know, you actually hate it when I give you advice, so I should probably stop. Um, I've been saying for a long time. Number one, uh, we've got a, a few new people, so we might as well announce it live on the show. There's no fatties in the squad, so you will have to work out if you ever work on the show. Um, so now, Jimbo, are you doing it because it's... Um, has the pressure from your lady, because you, you didn't see her for a while, she kept up her workout routine, and you saw her and you probably thought, dang, girl... And then uh, you were like, oh, no. Yeah, because dang, girl is definitely something I say. Of course it is. Yeah, you probably saw her and you said, dang, girl, who are you dating? (laughs) Oh, that's my lady. And you're like, oh, I've kind of, you know, I don't want to speak for you. But, you know, you've said you you, kind of want to get a little more healthy. Did you see your lady and go, oh, my goodness. If I don't come correct, as they say, (laughs) this, I mean, is she putting this sort of pressure on you to go, bloody hell, that's the standard. And now... Your lady's probably going to be wearing bikinis. Oh boy, oh boy. They, put, they told James, put some respect on my life. That's what I'm saying. Was it that, James? Or did you just, uh, did you have a come to Jesus moment? Come to Jesus. Um, so I was, so we had a conversation, you and me. Yes. Um, and I was supposed to start the whole health thing in August. Sure. Um, and then we had a mini lockdown and things were upside down again. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you can't do push ups in lockdown, of course. Well, yeah, I, I'm. I, when I want to work out and be active, I want to go outside and do things. I don't Just be comfortable, yeah. Like a I'll yuppie, you'd like house. somebody to hand you a towel. Exactly. Yeah. So, no, fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. I did a couple of things during August, but not as much as I'd like to. Yeah. Um, and then last week, the beginning of September, I was like, right, James, we've got to get things in order because I was just tired of. Yeah, not being healthy. It sounds like you saw your lady, and uh, listen, out of no choice, uh, that was the reflex. Like bloody hell, <laughs> that lady looks incredible. She's I, gonna have options. I will tell you that last night, yeah. I had the greatest salmon avo and feta salad. Oh, it's unbelievable. What did you do? A little olive oil. You got to dress it a little bit. So, did you do the olive oil thing, James? I mean, uh, sometimes salmon gets a little dry because I do love it, but you, you've got to spruce it a little bit. Uh, olive oil, maybe avocado oil if you'd like, uh, grapeseed oil, just just a tinge. Well, I didn't put any oil because I thought that that's not good for you. 
Essential oils. You, uh, yeah, I mean, you're probably thinking the oil that's in your McDonald's burger. No, 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 my friend. No, 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 no. I just no. thought most oils were not great for you. Grapeseed oil, ava oil, everything in proportion, James. So what you want to do, uh, salmon, I like to get a little bit of the grapeseed. A dollop. James, we call it a dollop. Not too much, <laughs> you know, not a heavy hand. European portions, you know, three or four, and then you're, you're, you're on your way. Yeah, you know I'm saying. So, okay, we're doing salmon now. Are we doing bread still, or, or have you actually uh, realized that I'm right, that bread is danger, my friend? Um, I'm trying to think when the last time I had bread was. Okay, that's excellent. I don't even need to hear more. That's excellent. I, I love what you're saying there. I lo- so, we're on the right track there. Carbs, dangerous. I'm not saying don't have bread, but if we're going to do bread, we're not doing the nonsense that comes from the store. We're doing artisanal bread. So, we're going sourdough, rye, whatever it may be. Uh, you, you know what I mean? I, I also don't snack on terrible things anymore. So I snack on uh, peanuts and raisins. Lovely. And rice cakes from Woolworths. Man, oh man. Rebranding. They grow so fast. All right, Jimbo, that's enough. <laughs> Is it rebranding? They grow so fast. Shout out, James. I mean, a couple of months ago, dismissing everything I was saying. Get out of here. Date advice. Get that out of here. James, what do you think a little more healthy? Oh, don't tell me what to do. But... You know, I'm not a crier, but, you, you know. <laughs> Got to make you feel good. It's it's that, uh, it's called maturity from James, and uh, I commend him for it. And I look forward to him crying on the floor. Now, the difference between you and me, and he will be crying, it's, it's, but that's a continuation of his normal life, is that the difference between you and me is that you are a fantastic person and you believe in James. I know for a fact that he saw his lady, because um, for those who didn't listen to the podcast, uh, James said his lady had kept up her workout routine through lockdown because... Somehow, through the miracle of uh, being a grown-up, she, unlike James, could do push-ups in lockdown. I don't know how. I have no idea how sit-ups, whatever she was doing. So she kept her routine. It was about two months, I think, uh, James didn't see his lady because of lockdown. And she lives in a different province. And remember... And the restraining order. Restraining order, yeah. So we lived in a a large prison. We told people we weren't going to tell. Sorry, James. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so just to say is james saw his lady and thought bloody hell because i don't care who you are as a guy james handsome guy whatever is she's got options you look like that and she's probably an incredible human being james is an incredible human being as well so she's probably awesome and james somewhere deep down there is that wolf as you're sleeping you're like bloody hell yeah moment that's it oh oh my god oh my god uh, oh, we started doing sit-ups right there. Yes, when you start dreaming of like, her. Wait. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? She lives on the farm as well, Paolo. Lots of farm boys out there. So we know Shh, that those guys probably... Thighs. That's what I'm saying. Feltskuna. Big thighs. Crash, boom, bang. The, 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 the socks that are way too thick and they roll down above the fellies. Do you, you know what I'm talking oh, about? So she's seeing that. She's going, leave order, as they do say in Afrikaans. She is Afrikaans. Shout out to Jenny. That's what I... That was Afrikaans guy. Calls of death. James saw that and he's like, nah. Not like this. Whatever your motivation is and it gets James to the ending line, I'm like, I'm all for it. I love James. I love me some James. Yeah, I do love myself some James. I do love James' lady for putting incredible pressure that he doesn't know how to articulate on him because that's good for the relationship driving my guy James forward and I want James to live. I do want James to live and be healthy and uh, he'd say, live his best life. Yeah, what I'm saying. So, shout out to James's lady. She's an incredible person, and I, I do love her for what she's doing. All right, let's um, let's move on uh, to to a guy who plays for my football club, and I love that you put him on this list. Uh, just another loser in the transfer market. Um, go ahead, Paolo. I mean, this guy. Remember Hudson Adoy? <laughs> he had rude. like was it Bayern Munich in five minutes, and Bayern Munich won like eighty million. Them. Yeah. I mean, what's a silly time that was? 
Honestly, Bayern were like, what were we doing? That poor guy. And you know what? It looked founded. Yeah. It looked justified because he came in, made a good start, gets in the England team quite early on, and then just never. It's just like he suffered from a change of coach. Obviously, he was injured. I think the injury came at a bad time for him. And this transfer window, you thought, well, look, he has to go out. Because, sure. mm. I mean, everyone that Chelsea bring in, who have bought in, is in his position. Pulisic, Mount sort of taking that role. Z- Ziyech. Chelsea don't play with like a fixed 10. Everyone sort of rotates around and they'll rotate around Lukaku. Yeah. Timo Werner can play his position. Yep. And it just leaves the guy. Rhys James even takes out the full back position. It just goes, and the poor guy, and then he's blocked from leaving. <laughs> you know, teams were coming in. And Chelsea's like, no, we don't take the deal. Even so now, sensationally, he's not even in champ- the Chelsea Champions League squad. But that's a admin sort of thing. Because yeah. I don't have to. Yeah. But like, I feel Hudson Odoi was a loser. Because I really think he could have got a nice move to Crystal Palace, which <laughs> seems to be... But, the go-to, yeah. But you know, like, uh, what's the, the, um, the guy with the blonde hair who's moved from Chelsea to Crystal Palace? O'Connor or Ga- uh, uh, Matt, I know who you're talking about. You know who I mean? He scored in the last game. Yeah, it'll come to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... Hudson Odoi could have made a move like that to move to Villa, you know, and really kept playing, mm. even on loan, and Chelsea just kept blocking that. And now the guys, what's he going to do? Hopeful Carabao Cup. The slow roast. Uh, Marina mm. needs a statue because this is how you do business, Charlie Kane, is that she secured him, locked him down. The talent is clear. She locked him down on the five-year deal. They said, oh, we're not, you're not going to buy him. Okay, that's not happening. You're under contract. Just understand that. How much money do you want? 100000 he said. They said, great, fantastic. Let's lock the talent in. But what, it, what they've done is essentially, that's £100,000, which go, we go, oh my God. But really for that kind of talent, it's five years. In two years, that deal will look stupid. He, he'll hate himself for being on just £100,000 a week. But this is the sharp side of why you lock the talent down, is that just in case we can still, if we want to sell him, we, still, they, they are we idiots. can recoup. There are idiots who run football clubs. They'll pay £40 million for this stuff. Surely, we can recoup it, yeah. Surely you're more likely to get the money if he's playing. So I know Jaden Sancho moved... Borussia Dortmund were considering bringing him in. Listen, so surely you get more than him sitting on the bench. Um, who's the guy Chelsea just sold now for £40 million who's never played for the first yeah, team? Yeah. Uh, it'll come to me. Where did he go? What, he what? went to Palace. Palace uh, was at the guy. Yeah. And then also to Zenit. I think they moved that guy who just unretired the... Not, not Zenit. Was it CSK or was Zenit? They just unretired the number 10 of their club. Uh, Chelsea Marina got money for him as well. Uh, Livermento, uh, I think yeah, they got some money Southampton. to Southampton. So, Marina's doing it correct. Callum Hudson-Odoi, I, I called it in lockdown. I don't know if you remember. I said, I've seen that person before. Yeah, yeah. Lockdown parties, I've seen that before. Mm. Before you've even got paid. And I, I was wondering why Chelsea paid him. This is why they paid him to lock him down and we can still let you go. Somebody, listen, w- what did Willock went for? 25 million. 25. Yeah. Somebody will pay 30 million pounds for Hudson-Odoi and Chelsea know that. It's called leverage in business. Yeah. A-class marina. I'm not in love with Kalem Hudson-Odoi at all. Because I hate the... when Before you've arrived... You, Robert Morrison? When you start to show me the tendencies before you've, you've arrived... Yeah. I'm, I'm... Like, the talent's crazy. But this is who he is now. Yeah. And, again, you, you know... I'd like to know what you think before we wrap up. That's not a talent issue. Every coach loves that talent. They all come in, they get to see him six days a week. Oh, no. And you're seeing things, and I've forgotten about that lockdown party, and you're quite right. Uh, Ravel Morrison, shout out, because he's on his latest, this could be the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every club he goes to. Yeah. So I'd actually forgotten about that, and you're right. The coach sees that every day and goes, nah. you know, you're a very talented guys, but there's 50 of you in the academy just as talented. 
Callum Hudson-Odoi. Listen, I tell young people all the loser. time. Yep, big time loser. He's a big time loser in the transfer because he's not going to play. And now Chelsea have him for another three and a half years. There's nothing he can do. But this is big time business. I always say to young people, uh, pick character over talent. And Thomas Tuchel and Marina, they're showing you. And Marina said nothing about it because he's one of the homegrown guys. Is They're going with Tuchel. It's like, oh, okay, because we experienced that before. We've seen it before. So it's not the manager. There's something wrong with this young man. <laughs> and you know what? He's young. We must give young people time to develop. But there's something there because it's it's even Frank Lampard in the end. It was a situation. So, yeah, it happens. Character over talent. It's going to happen. Uh, man, man, oh, man. I hope he can he can get that right. Uh, we'll come back. There are a few more losers in the window. Uh, it'll be a really, really interesting list to go through. Uh, this is the MKT Show. Right on. Right on. It's um, it's a Tuesday, seventh uh, of September. It is my sister's birthday today, and uh, I was going to tell you at the beginning how I remembered. So this morning, as I was getting strawberries out of the fridge, I saw the expiry date was seventh of September, and I thought, oh no, there is a day in that. And uh, there's yeah. something, there's, there's something about today. Yeah, sent her a message saying I don't believe in birthdays, but the only way I remembered was. But my family knows me. I what are you, a Jehovah's Witness? No, I'm not a Jehovah's Witness. Okay. Again, I'm not going to... Like, I, I I, don't like this Montessori world we're living in. Not everybody oh, you, must you, get a medal. You don't like a happy club? You're like, like, happy birthday. Well done for trying. You're born. You're, we're saying you're unbelievable for being it's born. It's a participation... Birthdays are a participation... Of holidays. Gift. Like, we're, we're already up to nonsense, right? Who... Paula, you're in marketing. You, you sit with the yuppies. It's like, I always wonder who, like the, the marketing yuppies, the circle, let's circle back people, you know, <laughs> is that who decides these holidays? Because now it's clear. It's just about us buying stuff. Valentine's Day is not about loving anybody. It is buy the most stuff. Christmas I, as well. And I'm cool with it. Whatever. Like, hey, Jesus must hate that. Like, hey, my birthday wasn't for that. I did some other stuff as well. There's a, there's a two-part book about me. Don't celebrate my birthday by cheapening it with money all right well whatever is who are these people that get to decide that a birthday i need to buy your birthday presents that's definitely manufactured right not more so than south africans celebrating halloween yes and black friday which right. is now like a whole week like <laughs> why are we doing that what sure. is going on black friday i get the commercialism yes and the consumerism yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah halloween what do we what do we have why are we doing halloween well, yeah, that's I not mean, our thing why are we doing it they don't do Friday. James is scared of clowns It's not Friday, guys. Yeah. You guys just commandeered a public holiday and you called it Friday. Well, what, what is it's it? It's Heritage mean? Day. It's Heritage, yeah. So our heritage is brying. It no, is not. No. But it's a chance for Woolworths to sell packs of bry meat yes. and charcoal. That's for true. a million rand. And exactly. And they sell you the charcoal in the bag that you can burn the bag. <laughs> and everything you can burn afterwards, you're burning it. So they charge you 10 extra rand for it. And then you don't have a plastic bag, you got to buy... No. How many of those black Woolworths bags do you have in your life right now? So many. What's so, the point of those? The, 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 so many. Like, so I've, but luckily, obviously, I'm moving on. I'm transcending. Um, I've obviously got the reusable ones. So, black bags, sir? Absolutely not. I want to save the dolphin. So, I hear you, but far too many of them around. See, that fashion designer who made himself an outfit out of them. Oh. See, that's been clever. Good for him. Shout out. But, speaking of plastic bags, right? Yes. Right. Did you see what Louis Vuitton did? So you know those bags like when people who work in Joburg like from Makaya? Yeah. Use. Uh, the Makotuga bags. Yeah. yeah. 
Did you see how much Louis selling those for? How much? I don't even want to say. How much? A couple of thousand euros. Euros, eh? <laughs> you just put the uh, uh, Louis Vuitton sign, LV, and uh, we are off. Shout out to them. I mean, listen, but again, birthdays, always. Two, this is the rule. Give me money for my birthday if you want to, but don't give me a present. Just be around. If I like you, I'll probably want to see you around that time. If, uh, if I don't like you, I don't want to see you anyway. If it's a present, I'm old. I've already got the stuff I want. Do not give me a football shirt. I've got football shirts. I've, and if I want a football shirt, I've got the money to buy it. But if it's your birthday, please don't expect me to say happy birthday. Like, she's my sister. It's unique. We share DNA. There's no one like her in the world. There's only two of us. After that, let's keep it moving. I'll break the rule. My mom, maybe. My dad, maybe. The rest of you, you can go straight to hell. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So then, if you don't believe in birthdays, you shouldn't go to people's birthday parties. No, do you know what it is? No, that, I'm that's... totally with you. I'm totally with you. Why I'm... do you do it? Because I, like, I, do, I do want to see my friends. Like... I do want to see my friends. I don't want to be that guy now who's not going to come to anything. But I, like, I'm not big. I'm not buying you presents. I don't buy presents for people. Forget it. Oh, you're the gift. Oh, absolutely. Forget it. I, I'm giving up my time to come. Told you. For wedding presents. Uh, what, what do you call it? Is it a registry? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Put that in a. What do you call it when you destroy shredder. files? A shredder. Do you know people are like? I also believe that, and probably they're going to tell you, "I'm not cash bar. Cash bar wedding. Don't. I'm not coming." Great thing you just brought up. Let me tell you my nightmare is don't invite me for like I went to a braai on the weekend. It was awesome. Whatever with I my mates. Where are you going with us? Oh yeah. Also, like I, I I've already been here. But don't have parties if you can't afford to buy stuff for people. Like that's where I am now in life. If you if you're gonna host people, you should be affo- able to afford having your friends around. Like I'm not big on I must bring my own stuff. If you come to my house, don't worry about bringing stuff. I'm inviting you. I'm gonna make all the food. Also, Paula, I gotta tell you, absolute disaster on the weekend. I broke my own rule. Went to a, 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 like, there was a swimming pool there, but just black guys, all swag, all the time. I told you, South Africans, we need each other. You cannot, never, ever, ever go to a, a braai where it's just black guys because nobody swims. Nobody told me that the pool's right next to the house because black guys don't think like that. Everyone's got, like, football shirts and the, the latest stuff. All my Suede friends. sneakers. That's what I'm saying. Swagging out. Oh, there's a pool there? Nobody told me that. So now I'm not in trunks. I didn't bring trunks. I didn't bring a towel. I didn't bring anything classic just swagging out the whole day it is boiling hot and i'm just sitting there thinking oh i wish i could swim so what you need again and also the, the <laughs> they set you up sort of the food was the food was terrible it was a terrible situation just meat uh black guys what are you going to do I've, I've said to people now we need each other black people you need white people white people you need black but- people i tell you who you need you need the rich white girl who's making the salad where somehow she's fitted carrots and strawberries and croutons nuts you know who I'm Pumpkin talking seeds. There it is Paolo It's mm. delicious How do strawberries Get in the salad yeah. You need her You need her You just need her As black people We have to admit We have limitations We're first generation Into money We, we don't know these maybe, things But maybe they were Trying to punk you Because remember You said this on Friday Yeah And some of the people That were at that bra Yeah Were mutual friends with And like No but I've known them For over 10 years This is what they are Yeah And you know They'll hate to hear this But I, I'm but not I like how they did it The day after you ranted about it They yeah. said we'll show this guy. So no good I, I'm not we'll doing Another weekend Like I work really hard I'm not doing another weekend Where it's just black guys At a party Because I, I, I can watch swag On Instagram Is can you please Bring some nice food Like sorry I need a salad No I'm old I'm now. hungry No no no, no I, I can't just say Hey great steak That's awesome Chicken Oh, Unbelievable To die for Guys uh, I I have something better than us listening to MKT complain about food for the fourth time. <laughs> so. <laughs> Go ahead. This is super exciting, right? Yeah. So I was reading the comments. 
And Andrew Harrison said, not sure if it's a sports agent's website or Harry Kane's Instagram account. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to go to CK66, which okay. is Charlie we, Kane's. We were on it. We've been checking it out. Um, it's, it's quite literally Harry Kane's <laughs> personal <laughs> it's, Instagram. It's his Instagram, guys. It looks like a website that, like I've done it myself. Like you create like a little holding website where it's got links to all the stuff you yes. do. It looks like Wix. I'm sure it said powered by Wix at the <laughs> It is commercial partnerships yeah. with McDonald's and, and Nike. And, and he's busy there with Prince William, you know, chilling with Prince William. <laughs> like Charity organization. Yes. But every photo on the website, every photo, Harry can. On Instagram. No, oh, this just is the with kids. Like, it's with kids, you know. He's out there, like, with kids, like, high-fiving kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got Prince William there. <laughs> it's brilliant. When are footballers going to stop this? Stop just getting your, your family members as your agent. No, but do not probably happen. I don't think Harry Kane wanted it. It's his older brother, his dad, his mom probably his stepped in. His mother said it. Yeah, that? he said, no, Charlie, Charlie, why don't you get, let Charlie be your agent? It must have been like that all the time growing up for Harry Kane. Harry Kane would be like, Mom, I'm going to play football with my friends. Oh, I'll take Charlie with you. Oh, but he's no good. He has to play goalkeeper. Oh, I'll just take him. And I bet you it's never broken away from that. Oh, Mom, I'm going to be the England captain. Take Charlie with you. Oh, but he's going to embarrass me in front of Sven. But he's your older like, brother. He's your older brother. Just take him. He needs to meet a nice girl. He needs to get out the yeah, house. He needs to get out the house. Also, That's what we probably told him. Can we just address the fact that his company name is... CK66, like he, he wanted to be a footballer, didn't quite make it, and 66 would have been his number if he was. Well, I mean, we're getting to presumptuous territory there with the CK66 thing. But well, I, the 66 thing is obviously an England thing. Yeah. It's an England World Cup thing. Yeah. So, look, maybe he didn't want to be a footballer, and, and I think Paolo is probably, uh, being more big-time journalist, is, hey, shout-out to, to the mom. You, you know, is your dream is uh, for your kids to, to be together. But he just shattered Harry's dream. So what, like... True, come That's on. That's going to be awkward Christmas. Be awkward. Nah. Thank God, no Christmas breaks in the Premier League. Tell you what, Harry's doing is I can't come over because of COVID. There's a huge risk. We, I want us to be together, but we can't this year. And you know, you know, with the club, and you already messed it up for me. So now, no, no, no. Well, you can't mention that because then it looks like you're a bad agent. All he has to say <laughs> is, obviously, we're playing over Christmas. I just I don't want to take any risks, risk. and yeah, I love your of kids COVID. or whatever it may be. Do you think be. he's making the kids like Harry's told the kids to stop calling him Uncle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Uncle Charlie's at the door. Let's call him Mister Charlie. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, and he, in fact, he has to use the back entrance yeah. now, the one that goes straight to the office, because Harry doesn't want his newborn baby and beautiful wife seeing failure. <laughs> that office is probably in Harry Kane's house. <laughs> The cottage. Oh, man. On, on the website, there's an address of yeah, the, 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 the office yes. address. But I'm telling you, that's Harry Kane's oh, That's awesome. <laughs> but have you seen what the office looks like? It's not know. like a building. It looks like a house. Like a cottage. No, no, it looks like I a house. I took that photo of Airbnb, just like Google. <sighs> yeah, the website also says, um, behind every great talent is a team of individuals supporting their success both in and outside of the game. We pride ourselves in, pro- in providing a tailored service to manage all aspects of professional sporting life. Well, it's very tailored. There's only one person. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very extreme, niche. It's extremely customized. It's very That's niche. The joke I was going to make. Um, the only thing he doesn't offer is negotiation skills, which... Now, I'm not an agent. I have had one when I was playing. Uh, the negotiation is... Whew, but you're a, you're a tough guy from... 
I did. I had a tough, a tough guy. I real know who it is. I don't know if you're on name, but you had a tough, tough guy. Yeah, proper. Right. And negotiation, I would say, let's imagine a burger. But the burger now I has no I'm meat. healthy now. What, what's a burger? No, no, imagine it. I don't mean it's actually real. Uh, although Pavlovian conditioning might say just the fact that I've said it. Imagine a plant-based burger. Yes. A what? Plant-based. Okay. A yeah, quinoa yeah. burger. Yeah, 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 but without the quinoa. Okay. Some would say the negotiation is the quinoa. It, it, as an agent, forget the marketing stuff. Forget about a nice website. Forget about a well-tailored suit, which Raphael Varane's never heard about. <laughs> Learn how to negotiate. And Charlie Kane has failed at that. That is... And he only has And go services. Listen to this. Services. So where are these services? Listen, services. Contracts. Represent, representation of all our clients in contract negotiations, loan moves, and transfers at all stages of their career. Except the peak. They should, they should pick... They, what they should do is put an asterisk. If you're at the peak of your career, we will not negotiate. Actually, you know what? I love Commercial. That. Our in-house team... Me. <laughs> Seek exciting and rewarding commercial opportunities to present to our clients. Didn't do that. Wow. Financial and legal. Our trusted experts are on hand to represent our clients in all financial and legal matters. Couldn't get me out of my con- Tottenham contract to go to city. Media. We look to enhance and protect our clients' image at all times. Harry Kane looks like a doorst now because well, he had to apologize don't for everybody. Do the Gary Neville interview then. Lifestyle. We support all aspects of player life and well-being, both personal and professional life. Nope, you went to the Bahamas when you weren't supposed to and you missed training. No, what that means is because he's based at the house, he lets in the deliveries and the garden services. And, things uh, like and even the photo, like even the photo, you can see Harry doesn't want to smile properly here. And Charlie is like, yes, I'm doing it. I love Charlie Kane. I've decided. I'm yeah, no, no, no. You I know, know he's the year. dream. He's the dream. Because w- what does every douchebag on Instagram tell you? Hey, yo, work smart, not hard. Yeah. Work smart, not hard. Charlie Kane, 66. Get out of here. CK66. Am I paying any rent for that? Absolutely not. It's in my brother's backyard. Shout out Charlie Kane. You know what? I think in football, the two cushiest jobs is third choice goalkeeper and third, Charlie Kane. Third choice goalkeeper is unbelievable. The, that's, it's that's, no Charlie Kane, though. That's the job you want, Charlie, Charlie Kane. Charlie Kane gets 10%, give or take. I mean, you can negotiate that number of everything that Harry Kane does. Shout out. Plus not paying rent. Yeah, I love Charlie Kane. Oh, Absolutely. what a living legend. Cosplay I mean, Harry Kane, I love him. Right, now, Jimbo, oh. we, we're going to go back to the losers in the transfer market. Um, James, you heard of a club called Liverpool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so do they have any money? Are they Barcelona? Do they have a bank account? Are, are they, you know, are they on welfare? Why, what happened? Explain the 2021-2022 summer transfer window. From Liverpool. So, I'm going to explain it with this uh, graphic that I made this morning because I feel like it, it does a good job at where Liverpool did drop the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's not the first time. That's bad part. content. I mean, you've got to be talking yeah, over yeah. it there. Sorry. I, that, was, that was a horrible moment. But, but that's why you're a technical that's guy, not, not on-air on talent. Yeah, That's on me. Um, so, the tweet... Uh, obviously addresses um, the signing of Kanate. Um, so, yeah, James, I mean, obviously you're not uh, on air talent. Uh, shout out Sam Maguire at Sam Maguire 90. Uh, go ahead, James. Um, but outside of that, uh, it says that the squad needs a backup right back and right wing. Um, and obviously these are arguably the most uh, important roles in the system. And I think... Where Liverpool have dropped the ball is they've done 
really, really well over the last sort of three or four seasons, um, two Champions League finals, a Champions League trophy, a Premier League trophy, um, a Club World Cup. Um, I'm not going to go on. Um, but, you know, just to name a few. Uh, that, was just, done... that was just one year, yeah. Just one year in 30 years. So it's, so it's um, basically Leicester with a budget. We've, we've done really well to sort of develop talent. Um, but outside of that, there hasn't been much else. Like, you know, we've had the star players and the players that are or were in their prime. Yeah. Um, and they were considered some of the, and some of them still are considered the best in their positions and in the Premier League and in the world. Sure. But I I just think outside of that, Liverpool haven't done much to bolster it. You're, yeah, but James, so, so, so let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, right? Is uh, What do you think of this? I've always said uh, having Jurgen Klopp as your manager is like dating a supermodel who is addicted to drugs because while it is good, it is phenomenal. But I don't care who you are. At some stage when you're like 29, 30, you, you maybe want a quiet Sunday. Is It is heavy metal football. It is a heavy metal personality all the time. Is That erodes situations. And I'm not saying that he's, he's a bad manager. What do you think of Sadio Mane's worldie? Um, Salah's worldy, Bobby Firmino's worldy, but look at the injuries they start to pile up, is that hey, that manager is unbelievably demanding, and also players talk it's like, I'm not saying Liverpool didn't get the players they wanted, but players talk, the Brazilian players talk Mo Salah will talk, Sadio Mane, you think these guys don't have respect it's like, hey, what's it like? Well, let me tell you, Um, just your thoughts on something like that. Maybe Jurgen Klopp is, for all of the great things, supermodels look great until you find out that they're addicted to cocaine on Sunday mornings. I'll tell you this. It's very simple. It's very simple. Liverpool aren't used to success. They win one thing, now they get complacent. It's complacency. Well, some people might say it's been eight years since Man United were relevant, so it, it makes sense to both clubs being rubbish. Oh, I, I, would, I wouldn't know. Chelsea are always winning, so shout out. I will take that, Senzo. That's a bit of a shot at you, James, saying it took you 30 years to do anything. You know what? There's, and there's, they thought they were the gods give... They, they don't have to strengthen. Yeah, it's going to be like this forever. Everyone's making good points, and I think, you know, what you've got to look at the squad is that last year, Kyle, by that, all the injuries that happened was like... I mean, just ridiculous yeah. for so many to happen at the same time. But the fact that you think it couldn't happen to players who are a year older yeah. um, <laughs> is a little bit negligent to think. There's an outstanding thread on the Swiss Ramble. If you ever want to get yeah. into the football, the business side of football, football. Yep. Swiss Ramble, and they break down why Liverpool haven't spent money. And basically what it comes down to is FS, FSG see Liverpool as an asset in their portfolio, yep. right? And it needs to make money for for their, their portfolio. And they want this to be a long-term asset. So they will hold back on the money and spend when they need to spend. Unfortunately, football isn't about balance sheets. Football is about seeing right backs and new players come in. Yeah. And I think the fact that you had so many injuries and you're hoping that doesn't happen again on players a year older, the fact is as it stands, there is still four key first-teamers who are going to AFCON yeah. in January. Mm. Um, and I think you start to worry a little bit about that. Mo Salah is starting to make noise about a new contract. Yeah. And the, will they give it to him? What he wants? He wants, he wants double. Double. 500,000 um, he wants. 400,000. Liverpool, Liverpool Football Club won't give a player a 500k a week contract. Right. There's no Especially shot at, at his age. So Nowhere. Harvey Elliott, I mean, listen, Harvey Elliott, you know, we've seen him before, that sort of player. 
don't underestimate Van Alden's loss. I mean, honestly, mm. you know, I was watching that guy for Netherlands. I mean, oh God, that guy is that that guy really is such a dynamic player. Don't underestimate that loss. All that aside, you could be running a very good business, which I think Liverpool really are. Yeah, they're running a fantastic business. They're not in debt. They're not accruing costs that don't need to. But Klopp's also ambitious. Do you know? Do you really think they're going to win the title this year? Does it, you know, you got to to win the title. You got to beat not just City but Chelsea. I think. And he'll eventually go, you know what? I get it. It's a great business model. That club is in major need of a refresh. Major need. Mm. So, so, Paolo, that's actually what I was going to say, right? Um, is that... So, it's great that we've come or sort of dug ourselves out from that sort of era where we had Andy Carroll as our frontline striker who couldn't score a goal to save his life. Can't finish a sentence. Um, so, we... I think we... Klopp and, and Liverpool and the owners did a really good job at sort of digging ourselves out of that. But we're in a league now where, you know, City have players worth over 100 mil just on the bench as backups. And if if we're not sort of trying to keep up with that or at least have our own backups that are reliable, that's where we're going to fall short. And that's what happened last season. We had way too many injuries with teams like City and Chelsea and Man United here and there that had these replacements that could easily just walk into the first team, you know? James, think- what say you of this? Because this lets you know, yes, I think Paolo, what Paolo's saying has, uh, is, is credible. But at this level, I think uh, we've seen already with how cutthroat uh, the billionaires are. I think uh, obviously everybody can see that this thing is about money and it's it's for real, real. These guys aren't playing around and billionaires think long-term. They don't, uh, like, as fans, it's our job to think about every game is a disaster if we don't win 5-1. Uh, but as billionaires, uh, just knowing a few successful people, I think here's what's happening and I'd like to hear your thoughts, James, as you obviously melt down and start crying about both this and your precarious uh, romantic relationship, obviously, is I think what Jurgen Klopp has been told and I think he may have told FSG this is my last season because everything about this tells me is I'm giving it one last go <laughs> is that because what he could have done was generally they offer you here's what the next five years look like I would imagine you know when I think of how I imagine FSG guys want to move is Jurgen Klopp said no no thank you is these are my guys I trust these guys because the last thing he needs is another sort of person to come in and erode the culture Virgil's back now. He feels like Fabinho will be back. Hendo will be back. And I think, and I, I said it actually while we were in the old studio, was that there's just, in business, there's something called organizational fatigue. Is that Jürgen, not because he's a bad person, but that personality type. I mean, Pep Guardiola wore out Barcelona. They, they, I mean, he wore, the, the son, the prodigal son wore out Barcelona. Not, he's not a bad person. It's just that personality type is corrosive. I think what may be happening is Jürgen is saying, stop, we're giving it one last go with my guys because it's the only way to give it a proper go is he doesn't have to think about the culture. This season, it's just about coaching. Is that we're all in. He knows Salah is probably at the end. He knows Mane is at the end, not as players, but just it, it's tired now. Everybody's heard him shouting enough times. Do you think that's what it might be? And does it crush your heart that uh, your your namesake or your your lookalike, your your doppelganger, Jurgen Klopp, who carries his height just as well, may be in his last season? And I believe that to be true. And that is just me pulling out of, out of thin air. Um. So I think Jurgen's contract runs till I think it's next end next season. Yeah. Um. If I'm not mistaken. 
I don't know. I, I, I don't think... How how often was Jurgen Klopp active in a regardless of the board, right? Before he was at Liverpool, how often was Jurgen Klopp active in like a transfer window at at Dortmund? Well, his only real job was Dortmund, and the, and at Dortmund they are very clear: it is none of your business to do that. You come here to develop players. We don't do uh, negotiating. We don't fight with Bayern. Is we get the we be the best young talent. Uh, in Germany and Austria, plays either at Leipzig or they play at Dortmund. So there you're just a coach, do your thing. This is his first chance to ever do it. And boy, oh boy, listen, Jurgen Klopp maybe gets away with it more than anybody else just because he's got a cool German accent and a, and a very cool laugh, is that he has spent a truckload of money. Uh, he broke the world record for a centre-back. He broke the world record for, for a, a, goalkeeper. a goalkeeper. Fabinho was not free. Uh, Thiago was not free. Cater was not free. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Please do not tell me Jürgen has not spent money. This idea that he is this Honestly. second coming of Jesus is wrong because he has spent a truckload of money to have what he has. And FSG are probably saying, listen, how much longer are you sticking around for? Do you want a new deal? Because, James, you've made a good point. I believe the conversation would have come up. Jürgen, you're coming up to two years. We've got to secure a plan. I don't want a new deal. I'm going to give it a go with my guys. And, James, I promise you, around December, I'm not even kidding. And I've just thought about this now. Look for an announcement on Jurgen Klopp to be taking a sabbatical. And, and I know that may break your heart. I can see your eyes through the glass. People <laughs> can't see that. Is the, Jurgen Klopp will announce very, very soon that a sabbatical is coming. Everything with this behavior tells me uh, no new deal, no new talk of a new deal. Two years out, they like to negotiate now. You have to. Otherwise, you can risk losing guys for free, whether player or manager. I, I see this as Jurgen's last season. So I shout out to you, James, crying and uh, a top three. Just, just to just to close it off um, from my side, I, I I don't know if it's a Jurgen thing. I I think it's it's more uh, an FSG slash board thing because yes. you know everyone knows Jurgen has these sort of connections and relationships with players that he used to manage, or he's just got a good relationship with them, or whatever it is, right? And these players have been linked with Liverpool. And as a football fan or as a as a Liverpool fan, you you're like, okay, that relationship is is pretty good, and that could actually be a good signing for the club or whatever it is. But then nothing comes of it, right? That should worry you more. Mm. I, I I think what I'm saying then you're you're just going to my point is that why is Jurgen not leaning on that? I think he's done. Yeah, and I, I hate I to say finished. it, Paulo, your thoughts just to just to wrap it up. It's a massive call, um, and I don't think you're wrong. It makes sense of all these longer-term contracts tying down all the bigger guys mm. and him not putting pressure. Because where would Jurgen Klopp not put pressure when everyone else is yeah. spending crazy money? Especially so, that personality type. Yeah. And right. he it's went and got call. LASIK because he's about to spend a year on the beach. He doesn't want to have glasses on. He wants to be swagging out. <laughs> not enough people are talking about Jurgen Klopp's hair implants oh, and are you LASIK. Kidding me? And, okay, he's rebranding. His, his tan. He, I was actually looked if he didn't get divorced and got a younger girlfriend. He he, he already has been divorced. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he's currently still married to. to you married to your job, James. Something you are up. more like Jurgen Klopp than you'll ever know. Perhaps precarious um, personal relations, but Jurgen's actually doing something about it, and you're doing it as well. Huh? I was rebranding because you saw Jurgen that beard. Get out of here, Mister. Take your girl. No more spectacles. No glasses. Let it go. I'm out here, ladies. What you saying? I'm on the market. That is good. He's, he's also swagging with the with the Adidas Ultra and the two piece tracksuit. Are you joking? No, but I'm telling you what's happening here. Jurgen Klopp's always been tracksuits. 
but he's working. That boy's working out. He's probably got one of those sweat things underneath. Yeah. I'm telling you, last few games of the season when the sun's out, yeah. guns out. Jürgen's coming out, tight shirts <laughs> yes, like man. we've never seen before. He's you'll going ready to party on and the And you know what he's going to go do? You know the, the cap, he's going to put it <laughs> to the back like a cool kid. Who's the Chilean guy? The, who, the, no, the guy who was coaching Chile, the way he's just all muscle all yes. the time. Yeah. Yes. I think he, that guy, that's who Jürgen needs to be, but the, the sophisticated... Shout out to Jürgen, Sanzar Banza. He's the man, bro. James, an example to follow. He's swagging out, two-piece suit. Jürgen Klopp, uh, j- just a guy. Uh, yeah. Paolo, great stuff. Senzo. <laughs> hey, put some spec on my name. Are we done or are we finished? <laughs> <laughs> the MKT Show, ladies and gentlemen. If you're on YouTube, please click subscribe. Uh, uh, leave comments below. Otherwise, if you are looking for the podcast, it is the MKT Show, available on cliffcentral.com. Uh, the Cliff Central app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, my name is MKT. This has been the MKT Show. But ladies and gentlemen, for now, we are the hell out of here.